All right, listeners, here's the deal. So we went on a lot of tangents during this episode, um, and I cut out most of them and left in, I tried to leave it the best parts. So anytime you hear this sound, just know that was a tangent. Happy listening. Hi, everyone. This is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut up. Don't don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, Enjoy the episode. I'm done with this. It's not even that kind of server. It's just okay. like... Okay, nope. Say no more. Say no more. Our guest I, I today life does, does things we don't want to know about on Is a gay I... Discord server. With that, welcome to Boozicals. Hey, Raven, how are you Hello, doing? Hello, Campbell. How are you? I am doing great. Yeah, no, this is how it's going to go, Jonathan. Um, we, we've started. It's in it. Yep. It's canon. Here we are. Um, upset. It has been written. It has been foretold. <laughs> Um, I am doing all right. Uh, work was like really stressful this week, but I have the most understanding lab group and boss and everyone's feeling that way, but setting up super cool collaborations with like other lab groups, um, in OSU and like outside. Um, so my research is about to be banging. So that's pretty good. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, this week was really stressful for me because I had like a lot of stuff going on from all of the different aspects of my life. Um, mm-hmm. but Friday has been really relaxing for me and today has been very productive. Um, and then tomorrow it's just kind of going to be chilling and doing some editing. So very excited. And some other, um, tasks I've been asking for, of you for weeks. Yes. <laughs> With that, would you like to introduce our lovely, lovely guest today? Yes, I would, because he's one of my favorite people in the world. Um, Our guest today is one of my best friends, Jonathan. John Boy, how be you on this fine day? How did you two people get into my bathroom? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing okay. I worked, and then I came here. So I'm happy for you. Living the life. Sounds amazing. Is it? Is it? Jonathan, uh, what have you been listening to this week? Okay, um, so people who don't know me, um, I'm a fucking weirdo. Yep. And listen to weird music. Meredith Brooks. (laughs) No. Uh, I have been listening to a mix. 
of uh, Dolly Parton, uh, because she has come out with a song entitled Five to Nine, mm -hmm. which is all about how you got to hustle on your days off. <laughs> and also, I have been listening to lo-fi hip-hop. Ooh, love uh, it. That's the that music I listen to while I'm working. Uh, exclusively sampling old movies. Interesting. I, li I, I listen to lo-fi, like hip-hop, like that kind of mm -hmm. beat music um, when I'm working. Um, or doing like homework or like lab work or things like that um, because any songs I have saved I get distracted to because I really like them and I can't do classical mm -hmm. music because I don't yeah. pay attention to anything else but the classical music so that has been my solution for that fair fair mm -hmm. for fair yeah uh, like I said I listen to weird things and this is normal for me I, I haven't uh, I don't think those things are so weird a wildly popular music star and something I have, a lot uh, of people are, listen to from YouTube. But see, no, but I love, I love the fact that even with, like, like the lo-fi hip-hop, very, very normal to listen to, but I love how even with that, you're just like, but exclusively lo-fi hip-hop that samples from old movies. Must, must, must yes. have. <laughs> Raven, what have you listened to this week? So, <laughs> I have been listening to, um, I feel like we all have a sex playlist. And sometimes you're just in the mood, just feeling. You just feel. Do it's also my Halloween playlist. Of course it is. <laughs> sometimes you just feel. Mine a is just All Star by Smash Mouth and repeat for eleven hours. Proud of you. <laughs> I've been listening to that a lot. It has, it has like legitimately good music on it. So I just like got some Beyonce. I got some Trey songs on there. It's good stuff. So. I assume some Usher. Uh, love her. Oh, yeah. So with that, Jonathan. Yes. What musical did you choose for us to watch and talk about? Uh, today, I bring to the table Princess and the Frog, which is... A um, masterpiece. Yes. Uh, it is one of my favorite movies, um, certainly one of my favorite Disney movies, uh, and a favorite of for, for me and Raven to watch together, because we have done so on at least one occasion. Yes. Which is one <laughs> of my favorite memories. Um. This is this was my first time seeing it, so I remember earlier. It wasn't this week. Was it earlier this week or the previous week? We were like playing D and D together, and like it got brought up that this is what we're going to be talking about. And Raven and Jonathan immediately started fighting with each other about matters of opinion about this movie and certain details. Mm. Um, yeah, which well, I'm excited cool. to talk and. Instigate I don't even remember what they were, but I assume episode. they're going to come up again. So. Oh, I mean probably. We didn't talk about any details, so I was like, oh, don't say anything like I like haven't seen it, don't spoil it or anything like that. You didn't give, say, any details, but you were fighting about it. I think it was probably one of those situations, because for some reason this happens to Jonathan and I a lot. I think we were arguing the same points, but with each other. Like, we were both yes. just screaming at each other about how amazing the movie is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway. I um, do have so. opinions, strong opinions, um... Primarily about fashion, and um, there is one moment in which um, I was brought fully out of the movie. Um, so, what did you choose for us to drink to go along with this movie? Um, so, uh, in in the in keeping with a southern tradition, I have brought with us a mint julep, nice, delicious. which I have never tried. Clink, clink, delicious, good old bourbon. Damn, sugar. that's good. I was about it to say, that so is um, not nearly as minty as I thought it would be. 
Um, yeah, peanut butter sucks. I guess we can all agree on that. Oh my um, god! No, we cannot. Um, Let's get to the movie chocolate. before I reach the screen and strangle Campbell. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Start my day. Overrated. Moving on before I cancel Never mine and Campbell's friendship. Um, the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, give us a give us a little history a little about Ravis Jonathan. <laughs> okay, so this story is set. Uh, obviously in New Orleans and Louisiana. Um, it's set in the early 1900s. Uh, so it starts off when she's like really young in like the 19, like 1912, like World before War, World War World I. War One. Yeah, right before that era. Um, and then the main bulk of the story takes place in the 20s um, when she's like in her like mid to mid 20s or something like that. Um, so yeah, so this movie um, is based off of kind of two main stories. So one like the princess or the frog prince uh, by the Brothers Grimm um, and then the frog princess by Edie Baker. So that's like the famous story where like a prince is turned into a frog and has to be kissed by a princess to be turned back into a human. Um, and that's kind of like the theme of the, of the movie. I read somewhere at some point this week um, but I think this is the first Disney movie since Aladdin to be based off of a fairy tale. I think so. Because in 2009 when it came out, and I was like, wait, what about Frozen? Frozen was after, that was like yeah. 2011, 2012, 2013. Uh, Frozen like was that. 2013. 2013. And Tangled um, was 2010. It was like the next year. Yeah. Which is so, wild because I, I swore that The Prince and the Frog, like I watched after Tangled. But I remember watching it in theaters and it, yeah, wild. Well, it, it is the last animated Disney film, you know, like, 2D animated. animated. Um, yeah, yeah, hand-drawn. Which is also why it took so long to make. It took, yeah. like, three and a half to four years. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if I want to talk about this fully, like, here or later on when, like, those characters come into play. But the movie does also touch a lot on, um, like, voodoo practices um, and mm -hmm. some, like, some aspects of the voodoo religion. I won't say v voodoo as a whole because definitely doesn't get into a lot of the complexity of it. Um, but it does touch a lot on like some of the uh, like practices of voodoo and like hoodoo and stuff, um, which I think is really cool. But I also have some issues with that I'm going to bring Problematically. up. Problematically, yeah. Uh, well, there, there's a lot of issues yes. uh, with this mm -hmm. movie. Um, also being, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, Jim Crow era and not really... Not a racist yeah. Touching on it at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, that, um, there's, there's some... There's some there's some Scotia, but I, yeah, I maintain that it's more sexism than racism, <laughs> the um, way it's portrayed. Interesting. Are you talking about the Fenners? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we'll talk about them. Which do we just? Yeah, we'll get. get to, we'll talk. We'll talk about them when we get to. While some of the the casting of this, I such talented people oh, oh my god oh, oh yeah oh well, and, well, like, yeah. some of the people with like two lines i was like oh my god this is you yes what, what, mm -hmm. what do you what oh this it's amazing um, yeah okay so we open in um early 1900s new orleans That's yeah we see a young tiana and charlotte booth um being read a basically bedtime story um by tiana's mother um as she's making yet another dress for charlotte um or lottie as we, she comes to be called um and we see that she's reading them the story of um the uh the frog prince um yeah so like basically the original like, fairy tale story of the prince that's turned into a frog has to be turned back by a princess um and i instantly oh sorry oh my god i totally forgot actually we start with down in new orleans the prologue yeah yeah there, there's yes I was, I was like, 
panicking. I was like, there's so much. There's a lot more. See, what happened was I didn't actually look down at my notes. I was looking, actually, I was still looking at Wikipedia and they talk first about that scene and I forgot about the song. Which a good place to start. Um, Who sings it in the beginning? Whose voices Anika are Anika Nani Rose, who I love so much, and still maintain I mean, she does not deserve to be associated with From Justin to Kelly. I <laughs> stole my thunder. I was going to be like, she was our favorite character in From Justin oh Kelly. Gosh. Just kidding. The character of Kaya was in the wrong in that film, and we go into it in detail. In detail. There so was one good it. character in that movie. One good person. And it it hurts <laughs> that it wasn't her for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. She's also uh, Laura Dream Girls, um, Jessica in Jingle Jangle. Did you ever see that Christmas movie? I have not. It, like seen came it. out this past year. It is. Watch it now. Watch it this weekend. Okay. Um, it's one of the best Christmas movies out there. Okay. Fact. Um, Wendy and the Good Wife. Um, but yeah, most importantly, Tiana. Kaya. Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love her. She has such a beautiful voice, and it's so. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about her voice is that it's always so rich. Like, there's just such a depth There's not a voice it. like it. There's really not. And, oh my, she's just, she's a beautiful singer. So yeah, so she it's opens... It's like... Oh, sorry. It's, it's like the feeling you get, um, because it's, like, super rich, but it has that, like, like crispiness cuts through. Mm-hmm. She has, like, the creme brulee of voices. Ooh, yes. Yes. That's so perfect. I love her. I love her. She's amazing. Um, uh, if you're listening to this, I love you. She's never gonna hear this. She's never gonna her. hear this, Campbell. <laughs> um, a boy can dream, <laughs> but that's only half the work. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but yeah, so she opens with a small like, prologue of down in New Orleans, um, just like a couple of lines of it, and really just like kind of it's much slower than the full version. Um, kind of just like mm-hmm. setting the scene um, as as it goes into the opening scene of her and Charlotte with her mother uh, that I was talking about before. Um, have y'all been to New Orleans before? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of parents. So, as Raven said, we are seeing young Tiana and her friend Charlotte. Um, Who I being... already love in the first five the... seconds of the film. Okay. So, young Tiana, uh, voiced by Elizabeth Dampierre, um, and young Charlotte, um, voiced by Brianna Brooks. These children are adorable. <laughs> right? Abusive to, so cute. Abusive to cats, but that poor little cat. Oh my poor gosh. Cat. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tiana's mom um, says, like, leave that cat alone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Also, her her mother is voiced by the one and only Oprah, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. I remember, um, I remember the first time I ever watched this movie when I heard her voice, me, and I was watching with Justice, and me and her literally paused it and was just like, is that, is that fucking Oprah? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not a common person. Okay. Well, you you apparently listened to gay sea shanties a couple weeks ago, so clearly you're in the first you're in the first bracket. (laughs) Speaking of speaking of common people, one percenters out here buying apparently frequent hand tailored dresses for their children. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, oh, yet another one. He and they're all the exact same, rich. basically. Just, like, slightly different ruffles, or slightly different lace, or slightly different, like, whatever. So much and taffeta. Evidently, she just keeps ordering dresses, because she's like, I want that dress. She's still in the building. <laughs> they, like, need to, they, they need to pay her more. Um, evidently, because sure. they do not live in a good house. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. I mean, but also, it's yeah. uh, segregated. It's not like 
it's a segregated area during yeah. the time, so I know, oh, but of a choice. But yeah. um but yeah, no, I love I love how as he's leaving as she's leaving, the dad's just like, Okay, but that's the last one. Now who wants a puppy? And it's just Daddy like you are je- you are an enabler, sir. <laughs> like you are not helping. Um, voiced by John Goodman. I love John Goodman. Um, who's been in a million things. But what I will always remember him of, I think I don't know if it's like the original voice of it, but at least in the nineties, he is the yellow M M&M. and M. Um Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the peanut M&M. I also don't know and what for sound like, just uh, came out of the commercials mouth, but... for a few years. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm he's also, you know, like the vice dean community. Um, Dan Connor and Roseanne, the Connors. Yeah. Um, Sully. Monster. Good old Sully. Uh, incorporated. Plural. Yeah, amazing. Nice. Um, so then. So we... yeah, reading Princess and the Frog. And they're like, oh, the who's going to kiss a, uh, the frog prince? Um, thank you. <laughs> um, and. Um, Town's like, ew, who would kiss a frog? That's disgusting. And Lottie's just like, I would. (laughs) (laughs) That girl's wild. She's got her priorities straight at the age of, what, eight years old? (laughs) She's good. She knows what she wants. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so, yeah, so then we see Tiana and her mother um, head home to, like, their neighborhood. Um, And then... After Charlotte is spoiled again, it's like, can't get you another dress, but here's a puppy. Yeah. Um, And Uh, then we meet... I will say, I love the cinematic transition from the estate to like the tenement house, not tenement housing, but the segregated housing. Yeah. Like that was just a really good, like cinematography. It's, it's and I just love this music y'all. Oh, it's it so is. good. Mm-hmm. It's like so comforting, good. but in like a, the, I think one of the really, one of the things I really love about, and I'm going to talk about some of this at the end as well with the composer. But one of the things I really love with the music of this film is that to me, the music here captures the feeling of the south because it's like mm-hmm. to the music of this scene like it's like i can feel the humidity and like the warmth and just yes. the blankets of the south like like it literally feels like you're under a blanket i immediately started sweating listening to it wild <laughs> it was that's a joke no i know um yeah no, and I, I it feels so comforting especially as someone who well, we're all from the south and like i love it um yeah also before i forgot i was gonna ask this in the beginning it'll come up later what is y'all's blood type oh oh negative oh negative oh oh positive whichever one is not the universal donor oh positive i'm I'm the universal donor i'm a positive interesting one third of the uh global population is a positive no i got questions why the transition later okay yeah, so then, uh, yeah, we see Tiana and her mother go home and meet her dad, who is voiced by... Oh, my God. Why are... Why? Why this is he in this? really sad. <laughs> Terrence Howard. is so great. Um, <laughs> it deeply upset me, fully knowing, not knowing anything about this movie, and I'm like, oh, he is not going to make it. <laughs> He was the first roadie in the Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucius in Empire. Oh, that's such um, a good Lieutenant show. Lieutenant Green in Four Brothers. I haven't seen Four Brothers in a long time. Um, he was in episodes of Living Single, um, Tall Hopes, All My Children, Greg Sparks and Sparks. So he plays uh, James, Tiana's father. We are in their house. They're cooking. Tiana is like, I don't know, making the gumbo, mm-hmm. helping with mm-hmm. the gumbo. It's like, it needs. No, she's like full the- on making it. I wasn't sure yeah. if she was, like, helping out or, yeah. like, he was doing it, too, because, like, that's also his dream and he was cooking yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I wasn't sure if she took the lead on it. 
Um, but she definitely took over. Um, and when in doubt, always more heat, always more sauce. Add, add a little bit of hot sauce in there. Just a couple dashes of the I best. I love hot sauce so much. And I can't have, like, I don't know. I'm not one of those people that likes hot sauce, hot sauce to the point of pain. Same. Um, but the flavor of hot sauces, if I'm, like, out grocery shopping, um, and, like, I always try to look for a new hot sauce to get. Yeah. Just to try. Because it's so much fun. I don't I've, like Italians. I've... <laughs> okay, 30 Rock. Anyway. Um, um Yeah, so... That was James. a 20-minute diversion so, for hot tomato-based sauce. thoughts. Um, yeah, so... Would you call us? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so then we see... Um, she gets the gumbo, like, her dad's like, oh, that's delicious, it's perfect, it's the best gumbo I've ever had. And so then he's like, oh, like, let's share this so with good. the neighborhood, like, let's share this with the people, like, our neighbors, like, the people who live around us, because, like, that's the great thing about food, it brings us together, um, and it brings people together, and that's, like, kind of why he wants to, like, open this restaurant, just because he wants to, like, share his love and share his dream, um, with, with other his people. community. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, lift people up within the community, which is huh, amazing. Um, so then, yeah, so then we see that they're putting her to bed. And, you know, she's looking at the evening star and saying, like, oh, yeah, Lottie says that if you wish on you wish for something on the evening star, like, it's sure to come true. And her dad's like, yeah, like, you wish real hard, and, like, you dream your dream, but also you got to put in the work, too. Like, wishing is not enough. Love that. Yeah, like, you know, it's Love great that. to wish, and it's great to have dreams, and you should have dreams, but you also have to put in the work to make that dream come true. Then, yeah, we see her parents, like, put her to bed, like, and leave her room. Um, and she's, like, wishing on the star. And then she looks down. There's just, like, a frog there. Um, and, and she has the correct reaction. The quality of that scream. I loved it. It was amazing. Like, uh, the Into the Woods episode just came out this week. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and Let's do it. So I'm, like, thinking about a lot of that stuff. And I think I said in that, don't you just love a good scream? And that's a weird sentence to say. No, you said, I love a good scream. As in you. Yes. And that's... And then I uh, said, that's a weird thing to say. Yes. But y'all yes. agreed. Did I? Yes. Do we? Okay. So then... Check the tapes. <laughs> Check the tapes. Yes, then we listen see... To, listeners, go ahead, just to be safe, even if it wasn't Into the Woods, just re-listen to all our episodes, like a good... Just to be sure. Four, five, thirty times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, just, just to, like, really, re really be sure. Re really okay. just get it in there. Um... But yeah, so then we see one of the few times Disney cho chose not to age a character by song. Um, and we see now grown up Tiana re-enter the room, um, presumably after a long shift at work. Um, and she gets, what, 30 seconds of sleep before she has yeah. to wake up? She's like coming from Sal's, going to Duke's or whatever the yeah. names of the restaurants are. As somebody who did this today, accurate. That's so gross, and I'm very sorry. Oh my god, Okay, so then we get into the full song down in New Orleans, pre performed by Dr. John. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Here Truly. for it. Oh. Did, did she get to the place yet? To her next job? She's heading, yeah, it's, so the song she's starts as she's transiting to Duke's. Okay. Yeah. Because I have thoughts about when she gets to her job. I have very strong thoughts. Let's talk about it now. Yeah, tell us about these. Oh, well, so, I mean, so well, during the song... Briefly about this song. Yeah, during the song, yeah. on yeah. the way to uh, to Dukes, we do see, like, oh, Prince Naveen has entered the city. Um, he's, like, you know, cutting a rug, 
playing jazz with like all the people on the street and stuff like that. A bunch Bruno of, like, Campos, buskers plays, and like musicians. Yeah, uh, yeah. Prince Nevim. Um, he he's been in a, a a lot of things. He was in Nip Tuck, um, Leap Years. He was in Jesse. Um, I, I really like his singing voice. Um, mm-hmm. And he's accompanied um, by his manservant. Yes, manservant. I was trying to think like that, like maybe actual word for it. Well, no, because it's not. It's not fully a butler. Well, you could call it a butler, but it's, it's a manservant. I thought, that, I thought that. I just thought there was like another word oh. for like like a lady in waiting, like but royalty. a guy. Yeah, oh, and is, like the two people is. I'm talking to would be the people that know. Yeah, he's a manservant. Um, that's like that's the <laughs> okay, name cool. of that. Yeah, gotcha. Wasn't sure if there's anything else. Um, yeah, Lawrence, um, played by uh, uh, Peter Bartlett. Um, who, who is a prick, and I do not has like him. Also been in. Granted, um, he's also kind of an asshole, but like still. Yeah, he's also been in um, a musical we already did on the podcast. That's been out for forever. Which one? Uh, guess. It's in with the within the first fifteen episodes. The producers. It was the producers. Hey. Uh, he uh was the. Uh, Kevin, the costume designer. Um, oh! Keep it gay. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, fun fact. Um, um, yeah, so that's a major thing. Like, they're all excited. Like, this prince from... Uh, where, where is he from? Maldonia? Maldonia. Maldonia. Is what it's called. Um, and this prince is visiting um, during Mardi Gras. It's like a huge mm-hmm. event that's going on. Yeah. Um, so um, he yeah, now, I don't uh, know if you guys have heard of Naveen it, but like Mardi Gras, it's a big chat. festival that happens um, down in New Orleans. Like, it's it's kind of low-key. Not a lot of people know about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're also... Mardi Gras, also known as Thin Friday. Um, <laughs> just made myself laugh. That, that Tuesday. Was great. Um, um, thanks. Yeah, we're also in this song upset. introduced to Dr. Facilier, um, the movie's <sighs> primary villain. Oh, man. Jonathan, I, I know you have several thoughts about this. Would you like to... Um... Dr. Facilier is a can we, look. Can we... Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Keith David, who so generously provides us. He's great. Voice. Um, he's been in so many things. Um, one of the, like, he's been in Gargoyles. He was Goliath. Um, he was, uh, the handyman in Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Thing, They Live, Men at Work. He has been in also a lot of, like, Disney television shows, um, like, for voice he's acting. He's a very prolific uh, actor. He was Glosseric, um, in Star vs. the Forces of Evil, which is a good song, a show. Um, not Disney, but Cartoon Network. He was the Flame King in Adventure Time. And also, frog-related. Um, he's uh, King Andreas in the current um, animated Disney show uh, starring Brenda Song, uh, Amphibia. I did not know Does that. Does that start Brenda no, I think, Song? I think he played, right. he's I like the Salamander King or something like that. Huh. But he has such a distinct voice where with that the as soon as he started talking, I was like, I know who you are. Um, I know who you are. He's also the cat in Coraline. Um, he's, he plays, I mean... Elroy um, in the last season of Community, mm-hmm. which I've been rewatching, um, he is great and perfect for I, this type of character. I love Keith David so much, um, and How he's definitely much do you? And he's definitely one of those people that like when when he's in a role, you know it's him. And I also love how like he like Doctor Facilier doesn't necessarily like 
he like looks like him and doesn't look like him at the same time like looking at him i'm just like oh that's keith david but at the same time he's like looks nothing like him in the same way it's it's wild um but yeah like uh they they actually got an annie award like for the animation of dr facilier like in this movie because it's so so well done um and yeah i i think this is a fantastic character and i'm so glad that they got him to play him uh more importantly his fashion is on point Indeed. everything from the midriff? purple crop top vest <laughs> to the blazer with the tails the suit jacket with the tails yes. to red sashed skull and crossbones top hat with the purple feather mm-hmm. to kane with the crystal ball on top my man's got also does he have spats on his shoes i can't remember uh, they're like white. Does with, he like... have spats on his flats? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I'll, I'll, I'll be check, please. <laughs> uh, also, cheekbones that can cut glass. Indeed, the man is a look. It's not his fault. He was just drawn that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he is the movie's primary villain, um, and we also see that he is like a voodoo doctor. Um, also for tech. Uh, Within the, the shadow man. within the movie, yeah, and the cast of characters works as Shadow Man because he often consorts with like shadow beings and stuff. Um, and his own shadow. And his does own a lot shadow. of the heavy lifting. Does a lot <laughs> of it, honestly. I don't know how he would do any of this without him. Um, yeah, so I have some issues with the portrayal of Voodoo in this movie, mostly because like, so okay. We'll talk about it when we get later on to Mama Odie, because I feel like I need to compare the two to like really talk about it. But yeah, Valid. suffice to say, it's coming. Uh, but yeah, so now we Mama see Odie. Tiana arrive at Duke's, um, mm-hmm. and I okay. Most of my like seventy percent of my notes are just quotes from the movie because they're amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she she arrives and immediately is like serving a bunch of people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that she runs into presumably a couple of her friends who are like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to go out dancing hey, tonight. Like, you, I mean, acquaint- yeah, I think acquaintances the, the at character, least. I think Georgia um, is the character's name, mm-hmm. Danielle Monet Truitt, um, who mean, is like the one like offering. He was like, you need to come hang out with us. Yeah. Like, and then it was friends. The they out bitch here ass, on your dreams. It was the bitch ass Violet who she's like, I told y'all she wasn't gonna come. And it's like, okay, you can shut the hell up, Violet. No one, no one's talking to you. Like, if yeah. your friends do not support your dreams, especially if they're shitting on them out here, like these people are, they it was just Violet. It was, it was just Violet. Them. They were all. At the, they were all. But at the same time, doesn't a wonderful, wonderful woman of the swamps? But she does so constructively. I also have problems with Mama Odie. But these people are like, she too. Bu- she out here too busy to come with us to go dancing. Like, no, because she's out here fulfilling her dreams. Well, like, also, it's one of those things where, like, to me, it, it it feeds more into like what her mom is saying as well. Where it's like, yeah, from like from their perspective, uh, in particular, yeah, like it might be a little selfish, but like. I, I think it goes to feed more into like, hey, there is more to life than work. And it's 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 amazing that you're pursuing your dreams. It's amazing that you're that you have the work ethic, that you're working this hard to get where you want to go, and that's great. But also there is more to life than work. Yeah. 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 So she's complaining about the storm. Um, her yeah. coworker Buford, um, played by Michael asshole. Collier. 
is giving mm-hmm. her the business, mm-hmm. not the business she wants. Not the business she wants. Uh, oh, wait, I forgot. Um, and she's talking to her friends. Um, she's, like, working with a lot of Listeners, too. Raven did air quotes. This is a, um audio medium. Um, <laughs> I thought you that, could, I figured you, you could hear it in my voice. That. I thought you okay, could hear just, it. Okay, I just, I just want to communicate. For transparency. Yeah, makes sense. For transparency. Um, yeah, so she, one of, the, one of the customers she's dealing with, she, like, leans over in the middle of her sentence. She's like, oh, do you need a napkin, sweetheart? And you see this young child. I wrote that. Kids are gross. Covered. Kids are gross. Head Kids to are toe. And I assume grits, which I don't even know how you manage that because they don't give you that many grits. Like, I don't <laughs> amazing kids are um, talented yeah but yeah uh, Buford. I, one thing i will uh one thing i will say because it happens just a little bit before this mm-hmm. um this woman is making bad beignets evidently because she puts honey on them and you don't need to put honey on a beignet you don't need to but it's not a do. thing you don't need no, to no 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 that, that is very much a thing a lot of people dip their beignets. I have never seen that, and you shouldn't need to put be- oh, no, honey no. on a beignet. Yeah, no, no honey, one says putting, not, no, honey is no not needed, me. but a lot of people do dip their beignets either you in honey or so chocolate tense sauce. Right now, like you, you are very upset, and I can tell. I've had honey on beignets in New Orleans. Yeah, I've but had some with, some new, without. Yeah, I, I've never seen. Just try it. I've never seen. I, the I honey. think it was too sweet for me personally. Exactly. Yeah, I've never you seen shouldn't... the honey I've never seen the honey put on, but it's you very often should. served on the side. And like I've I've had honey I've had beignets with chocolate sauce like a lot. Chocolate sauce? I'm okay with. I'm honey is the same. That's a nice... <laughs> not the same Conceptually, thing. Conceptually it's the not same. the same thing. <laughs> if the only thing the honey adds is either sweetness or, or flavor. Sweetness and flavor or stickiness. or stickiness. Then conceptually, how is that any different than adding a chocolate sauce? Because the flavor profile of honey is not so different from the flavor profile of, say, powdered sugar and strongly disagree. fried dough. No, no, that, that's, see, that's wrong. Strongly disagree. Honey has a very distinct flavor profile. It yeah. does have a s- distinct flavor, but it is not so different from fried dough and powdered sugar yes, that it, it's no, no, that, yes, is it needed. That, like, strongly disagree. We fundamentally disagree. As somebody who also, loves honey, um, cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, um... Yeah, so we're we're at Duke's, um, and we hear that Mr. LaBeouf has been voted to be king of the Mardi Gras parade, um, and he's like, caught me completely by surprise for the fifth year in a row. <laughs> Is anyone else uncomfortable that... Not yet. Charlotte yes. Calls... No, yes. Okay. Yes, but okay. not quite okay. yet. Mm-hmm. Not quite yep. yet. Nope. I have two consecutive notes. <laughs> okay. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, so we um, see we see that that's coming in. Lumping on the same page as people. Yeah, and she's, <laughs> and she's just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to keep feeding you my beignets. And then we see Miss Lottie come in. Um, and she... Which is such a cute nickname for Charlotte. That is such a cute nickname. And... I've never heard that before mm-hmm. um love it i've heard lottie as a name i don't know if i've heard it specifically as a nickname for charlotte outside of this but yeah um and she is very very excited um namely because of you know he's going to be the king or he's going to be the king of the Mardi Gras parade he's got a prince coming and she's just like oh and with this prince coming to town tell her what you did big daddy and i'm just like please at that point for I the was love confused. of all that is holy do not refer to your biological father as big daddy that see at this point i was confused i was like oh it's charlotte that's the one that's here when she said that i was like is this 
Is, the, is this his mistress? Like a, is this another woman? <laughs> a, a mother that looks like, you know, very much like her if they are related. Is this her mom then? And it was like, no, this is Charlotte. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. I, My two consecutive notes are, uh, I love Charlotte, in all caps, and I hate the term Big Daddy. <laughs> And they were within seconds of each other. Oh my if I gosh. could summon up in all the emotions I was feeling when that was said, when it was uttered, would be oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big yikes. Yeah, oof. and she says it so many times. And I never get used to it. I do not. It's so jarring it. every single time. Every single time. And I mean, it could be like a matter of exposure. Maybe if it was like, if everyone said it, like, you know. Every other yeah, sentence. if it was like a name maybe, for him, maybe, sure. Yeah, if everybody called him from Big the, Daddy, or maybe from the beginning, yeah. If everyone just called him Big Daddy, but like the fact that only she, I'd be like, oh my god, that's so weird in the very beginning. But if everyone did that at this point, it wouldn't. Have it would been be so... like okay, Oof. yeah. But no, it's the fact that only she calls him that, and only now as an adult young woman. <laughs> Don't like it. Um, I. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, like, I mean, it's he's not portrayed this way, but, like, Anna, looking into the context of the time, he is a bad person. So. Wait, what do you mean? He deserves he? a gross name. How, how is, is he, he so rich in the Jim Crow era? I mean, yeah, you're That's right. That's very fair. <laughs> I did want to mention, uh, there is straight up a line in the uh, song earlier that is, the sugar barons and the cotton kings. And oh, my note yes. for that is, oh boy, slavery. Yep. Love it. All these people. Please don't say that sentence. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, and so and so then we see um, Lottie is like so excited about the prince. We hear that he's coming. Uh, they invited him to their masquerade ball that apparently they host like every time around, like every year around Mardi Gras. And also yeah. her dad has um, invited him to stay at their estate, like as their personal guest. Um, she's super, yeah. super excited. And then she's like, oh yeah, Tiana. Her dreams are coming true. I'm going to need you to make me, is it 100 or 500? It's a wild 500. number. Yeah, 500 of her man-catching beignets um, for her prince, for her to catch Honey and all. Honey and all. Um, catch more men I with did. honey beignets than whatever the fuck John <laughs> that's the that's the That's the phrase, right? That's the saying. <laughs> I did check with my mother, a Louisiana native, and she's like, those are sacrilege. Yet you're y'all are razzing me for calling it spaghetti gravy. So anyway, different <laughs> concepts, anyway. different ideas. Go ahead. So yeah, so then she gives Tiana like a bunch of money uh, for the beignets. Oh. Doesn't Which like literally just reaches me. into her father's just breast pocket and just like pulls out wads of cash. <laughs> um. So um, yeah, masquerade ball. Well, no, 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 um, no, no. Before that is the agenda. But we cut to... Oh, okay. I was like, Campbell, my favorite part. Well, my favorite song. Um, <laughs> yes. We... This is your favorite song? This is my favorite song of the movie. Best song. Agreed. One of my favorite villain songs. Agreed. It's oh, not my favorite no. scene. It's my favorite song. No, no. There's a song. Did you say villain song? Because there's a song before that, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm talking about the, oh, the song yeah. before okay. the villain song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So then oh, we, we cut to... Um, she's like, oh my god, like I have the money now to get my to get my restaurant. Um, and so we cut to Fuck her like, you, making a deal with the Finners. <laughs> and she's just like, oh yeah, I have the money now. Like, why don't you bring the papers by the masquerade ball tonight so we can go ahead and get this, you know, Oh, and up. so we see the... The, the, the Finners. Uh, Finners, um, who are voice stars. So it's Henry and Harvey Finner. Henry Finner is voiced by um, uh, Jerry Kernian who's been in a bunch of things, Chicago Fire, Mad Men, Grey's Anatomy. Oh. But, fun fact, for two separate performances, he was the lead clown for Cirque du Soleil. 
wild. That's wild. Awesome. And then Harvey Fink. I mean, I hate Collins, but that's um, wild, and I'm happy for him. Uh, voiced uh, in a lot of like animated video games, things like that, mm. Star Wars related, Count Dooku. Um, before he was beheaded by uh, Anakin. Um, he played Moliere in Atlantis, The Lost Ooh, Empire. Okay. And he also voiced the Titans in Hercules. Did, that's really cool. Those are some solid credits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and both of these had a million more. All of these people are in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I only choose like two or three. They got an because we'd be such here all night a prolific cast for this. Which made me really mm-hmm. happy. Um, oh, the voice of Tiana was a very coveted position. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure. People in consideration, uh, Tyra Banks, Alicia Keys. Okay. <laughs> Beyonce um, did turn Tyra it down. Tyra Banks would be an interesting cast. I would say Beyonce, Tyra... like, I, th- I, th- I read something. I don't know how true that, you know, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to, like, spread fake news or anything. But, like, Beyonce was also, th- like, thought for okay, Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we see her at the building. It's this old, like, sugar mill, I think, um, that she's going yes. to turn into a restaurant that her and her, like, this specific building, her and her father, like, this is what they wanted for their restaurant. Um, and so, yeah, and so she brings her mom in, or her mom, like, comes Mulan. and surprises her. Yes, ah, Mulan. I just okay. looked it up, too. Um, her mom, like, comes and surprises her with her father's old gumbo pot as, like, a, hey, you got... I, I did, too. I, like, did start crying right? when I saw that. It's, like... Um... Oh, that's so makes me made me so emotional. Yeah, and I and we, we hear her mother saying like, Oh hey, like this is great, you're pursuing your dream, you getting the restaurant, this is what you always this is what you and your father always wanted, and it's amazing to be able to see it come to fruition. But also Girl, how's that love life going? <laughs> but I, 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 but I, mean, I want grandkids. But I want grandkids. But I, I do. I, I, want I will some grandkids. say I do like, love her oh, mother's God, perspective on it because we've all seen those moms who are just like school doesn't matter, work doesn't matter. All you need is a husband. And her mom is not necessarily like that. Her mom is no, saying like her, her mom is saying I want you to pursue your dream. I want you to get what you've been working for. But it's not the o- like it's not the only thing to live life for. What the, the her what her mom was like giving her advice about her not necessarily advice but like hopes for her was the realization she came to at the end. Yes, so. exactly, exactly. Like still getting what you want, like still getting your dreams. Yeah, you fulfilled, have to get there yourself. But with it's love like if you're in a with, really bad relationship, if someone's yeah. like, oh, he sucks, you need to get out of there. You can't do that. Yeah, you need to like Some, come. People to need that. to learn. People need to learn the lesson. Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to what her dad was saying because this was a really important line that I feel like we should bring up. Like her dad was saying, like, never lose sight of what's really important and what really matters. And, mm-hmm. um, and like from the scene and from the visual of it, it was clear that he was referring to like love and family and connection and relationship with other people but also like you can technically leave it up like what what you find important like there are other more important things to life than just working and getting like famous and stuff like that like like you know fun beers and beyblades Different strokes. Some, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta let it rip. Oh my gosh. So then, you know, right, fellas? We get into the best song of the movie, Almost There. Which I, 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 I will listen to the song, like, I will songs. listen to the song by itself and then not listen to the rest of the soundtrack. I, I mean, it's it a so great much. song. Um, and I love I, her voice so much. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> this no is when we like. Uh, no, no notes. Um, all the notes. Um, I loved. And there's, like, a lot of Disney... Disney does a really good job transitioning to different animation styles. Mm-hmm. Yes. In I love the song, dream sequence animation here. The dream sequence from, like, the poster. Uh, it's yeah. Tiana's Place. Tiana's Place. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. yes. Okay, cool. I want to be sure because it's important at the very end. Yeah. yeah all that stuff. Um, Tiana's place. And it's very... Um, those classic minimalist 1920s posters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they wrote Tiana's place on it that, like, was, like, her dad, like, that kind of, like, image mm-hmm. for it and transitions to the stylings of that poster. Yeah. Seamlessly. It's done and so I well. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the transition back, too, is done. Uh-huh. Surprise, surprise, Disney can animate stuff well. Who knew? Right? Who knew? <laughs> hmm. John, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that I love the animation style in this. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so it's so good, and I I love that. Fucking love jazz. <laughs> I Fucking I love jazz. I love the message of this song because it's saying like, it's to me it's almost like a the climb, Miley Cyrus. Oh <laughs> my, Raven, <laughs> you are so um. You're so intelligent. Your wit you. is unmatched. You. Uh, you're, uh, you're, the your eye into the flowing. arts JK, of the world. But, um. Um, it's it's unparalleled. Uh, <laughs> your uh, how how you see the world and how you un- truly understand it. Because she literally what says at one point, "I've climbed a mountain, I've analogy. crossed a river, and I'm almost there." Yeah. So then, so after we get out of almost there, um, and she and her mother leave. Um, we go cut to like downtown New Orleans, um, and we see Prince Naveen with his manservant, um, Prince him Naveen sort of being wondrous. a dick to him, um, but also the guy's kind of a dick. So like, it's like, mm, two wrongs yeah. don't make a right, but like, do, don't they? But um, three rights <laughs> make a left. fat shaming Lawrence. It's not okay. Do Correct. No. Yes, we did. <laughs> or I did. <laughs> I did. Jonathan did. <laughs> Um, uh, I but, said three rights make a left. And so they run into they run into Dr. Facilier. Um, and he's like trying to like, oh, like, you know, let me do a reading for you. Like, let me help you. Like, I can, you know, uh, change your future and stuff like that. Um, and Lawrence is just like, this guy is a charlatan. He's going to rob us. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's bad. We don't want to get mixed up in him. And then... We get into probably one of my favorite lines in the mo- in the movie, which is the very beginning of Friends on the Other Side, which is, um, <laughs> "Don't you disrespect me, little man? Don't you derogate or deride?" And I'm just like, "Ooh, ooh, yes!" <laughs> just like the <laughs> Raven. If I could, other than oh, huh? I didn't mean, get it right. If I were to think of what would be the best way to get you in the mood. It would be using words like that. Out yes. Of, like, uh, or, or. A bitch loves vocab. <laughs> or it's from the sentence you spoke to me. Oh my where God. you watched <laughs> Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. And I was like, responded to you. I was like, that was going to be a date movie. Oh, so definitely no sex will be happening. And you said to me, I don't know what you're talking about. That movie is nothing if not the world's most powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> to which I replied, I will never let you forget you spoke that sentence to me. So. Oh my gosh. But yeah, love uh, it. Love the vocab. Um, love the alliteration. Let's bring mm-hmm. it back to, to the episode that we're supposed to be doing. To the episode. Fun fact about <laughs> Tiana. Um, in the time of the movie, she is tied for the oldest of the official Disney princesses. That makes sense. Both her and Cinderella are 19. Oh, she's only 19? That is surprisingly I she was young. In her, I thought she was in her early 20s. 19. Interesting. Is what I read. Poor I girl can't wrong, drink. But... Huh. Oh. 
It's Eli Whitney's fault. It's all him. Oh, wait, no, no. We need to talk about Friends on the Other Side. So, um... Yes. Yeah, Friends on the Other Side. Um, this is this is Dr. Facilier's song. This is him. Um, he's bringing, like, Lawrence and Prince Naveen in. He's just like... Okay, so this is where the beginning of my issues with this movie's treatment of voodoo start. Um, so one of the lines he makes is like, uh, or he says is, I got, I got voodoo, I got hoodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. Beginning of issues. This movie really treats voodoo and hoodoo like they're interchangeable and the same thing, yeah. which they are not. So very, very briefly, listeners, if you don't know, voodoo is a religious voodoo. The religion is V-O-D-O-U. The spelling that's V-O-O-D-O-O is more of like the common sort of commercialized understanding of voodoo, which does sort of incorporate a lot of voodoo because people often think they're interchangeable. Um, but voodoo proper is a religion. It's its own entire um, collection of beliefs and dogmas and principles and practices. Voodoo is really just a spiritual practice. It's not a religion in and of itself. Um, and voodoo is a religion that like anyone can pretty much join. Anyone can go and learn about. Voodoo is something that can only be practiced by the descendants of Black American slaves. Um, so like they are not interchangeable. They are very distinct and very different. Like they have some things that like they more or less share, um, mm -hmm. but they are very different things. Um, and they're like a lot of times the people that practice them are not necessarily the same. Um, so just wanted to call that out because the movie kind of treats them interchangeably, um, especially in Mama Odie's character, which I'll talk about later. In a slight defense of Dr. Facilier, I will say, uh, it seems like he's just sort of using any sort of quote-unquote magic to get ahead. He doesn't That's like... That's true. Like, his goal is not... They refer to him as, like, the voodoo man, but... Like, yeah. he uses tarot cards, he uses Yeah, his goal demonology. is not to respect and venerate the spirits. His goal is to get rich however he can. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm -hmm. And kill people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, like, um, in this song, he is um, giving tarot readings to um, Naveem and Lawrence. Mm -hmm. um, he's doing, you know, you know, a classic, like, three-card spread. I usually prefer doing, like, a Celtic cross for my tarot readings. Um, but this is, like, typical, especially for... Like, if you're, like, busking or, like, you're, like, on the street, like, you know, giving tarot card readings, uh, the three-card spread is, like, pretty standard. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I really like this song. Um, so, we see the cards for Naveem, and it's, like, talked about his life. It's, like, yeah, he's had, like, the riches. However, his, like, parents, like, you know, cut him off or whatever. But he sees a lot of green in his future. Yeah, I like, I like which that. Which Naveem wink, thinks wink. means money. Means money, um, it does not. It does not. Um, and then uh, we I see... will say... Yep. Okay. Uh, the future card for the tarot card uh, is literally him sitting on a lily pad of money. Yeah. Which... <laughs> and I think the Great second symbolism. card, I, like, didn't write it down because they also had, like, you know, the Roman numerals um, for the mm -hmm. cards. And I think the second card was the tower, which is part of the Major Arcana. Um, yeah, so then we go to Lawrence's and he's, like, he's been pushed around all his life. Everybody's coming for Lawrence. My, he saw Lawrence. Poor dude. Yeah. Um, he's, you see, um, the third card is like, you see, he sees like a way for him. But to the be you like that I that see is exactly the you that you want. Like where you're rich and Prince Naveen is basically a pauper. And then uh, this, the train arrives at Transformation Central. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like, yeah, if you want, shake my hand. A gentleman's agreement. Um, and that's uh, when... 
the phrase exactly is shake a poor sinner's hand and yeah. i love that i phrase. love it i love yeah. it um and then we see a bunch of like magic happening and then i loved the the scene where he's like singing and he's dancing with the voodoo dolls because it was very dick van dyke mary poppins like Valid. almost exactly they like had to have been referencing him dancing um with the penguins it's yeah. and it's a jolly holiday with mary um, which I think was the part of the movie we stopped, uh, Raven, and then I left for like yeah. uh, personal reasons, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about when we do Mary Poppins. Indeed. If you want to. No, I will. It's important to me. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we, we get, we get here and we see that he we basically like, captures the... Prince Naveen, um, and takes yeah. some of his blood, like with his talisman. Yeah. yeah, and then we go to the masquerade ball. This scene um, is all of the reason—not all of it, but ninety-eight percent of the reason I love Charlotte. Um, so we start off uh, when mm-hmm. she when she like comes down the stairs and or she's like out the stairs or whatever, and we see this uh, young man dressed as like a court jester who comes up and he's just like, "Oh, Charlotte, you said later like two hours ago," and she said, "Travis." When a woman says later, she really means not ever. Like, chew along now. And then she goes... Which, Travis? <laughs> Honestly, she's being so nice in this situation. Honestly. This man yeah, has is. been she's hounding her yeah. for um, two hours. Like, and she is upfront about it. She's like, these are my expectations. Um, I'm not interested in you. And she actually says, I, I'm sure there are plenty of women here who are dying to dance with you yeah i am not one sincere about it yeah mm-hmm. yeah she's not being um, yeah. she's not Travis, being sarcastic she's just like i'm not line, interested <laughs> uh voiced by uh mick wingard um who has voiced uh iron man in a lot of things and huh. also poe from kung fu panda and like the tv series that like okay. if it's not jack black it's him that's really cool interesting yeah um yeah and then she says another one of my favorite lines um when she goes over tiana she's like i swear i'm sweating like a sinner in church which is one of my favorite southern sayings and there's so it's, many great it's, ones it's it's such a good one um well, also the, frantically drawing her bits which is i love that i love i was like oh so you so this is louisiana <laughs> is what i got from that indeed oh. um yeah and so she's like basically waiting on her prince and blah 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 and um two hours later yeah and, and we see uh yeah tiana's like handing out beignets and all that stuff and we see the finners come over um mm. and wait no no before like, that we prince of mean arrives right mm-hmm. yeah in his say, royal dress that, lazy yeah um before that um charlotte is wait, like what? has like sobbed Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's taken so long. And I did write down, I was like, Lottie, yikes. Because she was like, oh, no. Tiana was trying to, like, console her or something like that. Um, and Lottie was just was like, it was like, no, I have real problems. Blah, 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 blah. I, I never get like, anything I wish for. Oh, That's yeah. what she said. That's what she and said. And then, <laughs> then Prince Naveen arrives. She, like, cleans herself up. And then I laughed so hard when she added, like, the beauty mark. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was just quick. Um, like, what, like, what a... I, th- that that rag or uh, that the powder. favor uh, she had had to be soaked for hours in acetone to immediately wipe right. all that off. Um, it's I like, will say um, it's like whatever the fuck Mulan had in her sleeve 
when she wiped her entire <laughs> face of makeup on. Again, these women are constantly in danger. I assume they're constantly flammable <laughs> right. from how they do these acts. Adding my chemistry uh, knowledge to uh, this situation. Proud of you. Thanks. Another of Jonathan Another being one. gay as hell. Uh, ball gown, amazing. Amazing ball gown. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. then now her and Prince Naveen are like dancing. It's beautiful. It's a waltz, all this stuff. And we see... Typical Disney. How princess mm-hmm. and prince are met together instantly. They are like almost like almost instantly they're like betrothed. Yeah. Um, they are. I did um... love how she ran down the stairs. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, her. Charlotte has the best movement out of any character. Oh, agreed. And there's a point very soon that I'm going to get to that because the animation of it is so flawless. Um, Yeah, so we see Tiana now at the table um, with the beignets and everything. And we see the two Fenners come over in like a horse costume. Um, And here's where I argue that this is, it very easily could be either, but the framing of it is more reminiscent of sexism than racism. Um, yeah, so, like, she's like, oh, I disagree. yeah, I'm super excited to, like, sign the papers for the building and everything. Like, I have the money, like, all this other stuff. And they're just like, oh, yeah, actually, there was another donor. They outbid you. Um, you don't have the building anymore unless you can get us this money by, like, I think it's, like, Monday, like, three days' time or something like that. Yeah, Wednesday. Um, and she's just like, well, that's not... Like, one, that sucks. Like, I've been working for the Sue Harbor. Like, also, that's not fair. Like, we had an agreement. Like, I was ready to sign the papers. Like, all this other stuff. And they're just like, well, you know, um, a little woman of your background uh, would have had her hands full trying to run a big business like that. And I agree that the background comment is obviously Mm -hmm. racially, you know, inspired or whatever. Charged. Charged. Thank you. I could not think of the word. Um, (laughs) Was, yes, very racially charged. but also, But also, I feel like that is a statement that also would have been said to a white woman of not a wealthy background at the time. Which will lead us to the conclusion of how mistreated and underappreciated black women are always are in our always. society. Are always. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Black women and black trans women. Oh, God, it sucks. Yeah, and so then she's, like, trying to stop them from, like, leaving, and she ends up, like... Um, trying to pull on the costume and everything and it's falling back and like everything just kind of goes into disarray she gets like sauces and beignets and sugar all over her um and so jonathan this is the point i would say honey maybe not the best option (laughs) fair from the outcome very marxist the ends just fine the means that's machiavellian it's not marxist it's yeah i i got hung up on machiavelli uh, Machiavelli. I humbly apologize. <laughs> I will. Marxism now... is almost the opposite of that. It is. I was thinking him, <laughs> and I've had a lot of bourbon. Um, <laughs> and I said last night I had one beer and I was drunk, so I've been drinking a lot. Speaking of, um, second drink after the seat. I made drink? a double, so I will not. Oh, okay. No, third uh, drink, darling. I should have. So at this point, uh, Lottie comes over for some of Tiana's man-catching beignets um, and finds her friend on the ground, very upset and covered in all kinds of stuff. Um, and this is one of the things I love about Lottie. She immediately is just like, Prince Levine doesn't matter right now. Let me like yeah. get, like help you. Like let me like yeah. change you. Like help you change clothes. Like all this other stuff. And, like granted, she is still thinking about Prince of Me and like talking about him during this part. But like she immediately stops what she's doing and says like, "You are more important. I need to help you right now." Yeah, yeah. She is inches within achieving your dream. And she's just like, "Drop all of that. Friends in trouble. Yeah. Let's fix you up." Yeah. Also, side note. Uh, when 
Tiana steps into the light in her dress. She is serving black excellence. That is such a great she dress is on her. Gorgeous. It is. She she is um, presenting Brandy Cinderella. Yes. In oh. that moment, and that was the point I was going to talk about, like Cinderella's age and Tiana's age, but yeah, I already did. So oh, that's amazing. So also, we are oh. at my favorite part of the movie. So, like, this scene Interesting. Is, this scene is my favorite scene in the movie, but the point, the thing I'm about to bring up, this is my favorite, like, clip of this entire fucking movie. Yeah. When Lottie is explaining, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm so happy that he came. I'm finally getting my prince. I've been wanting this for my entire life. And she says, I was starting to think that, you know, wishing on stars wishes for babies and crazy people. And the way... <laughs> she's like so listeners if you haven't seen the movie she's like putting um mascara on and the way they animate her face when she hits the crazy people part it is if you haven't seen the movie watch it if only for that clip it's perfect it is flawless disney i have no notes cheers cheers um yeah so then so then we see um lottie goes back down to the ball um, after she, you know, helps Tiana get all cleaned up and everything, Tiana stays behind and adjusts her uh, bustier and adjusts her back into the fray. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, such a mood. Shania Twain, let's go, girls. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and so we see Tiana go out onto the balcony, um, where she like wishes on the evening star again. You know, with the uh, the image of the restaurant that she and her father wanted, um, and once again, much like when she was a child, we see. A frog appears on the banister. That was so funny. <laughs> she's like, are you fucking for real right now? <laughs> and then she's like, well, I suppose you want to kiss, right? And then out of nowhere we hear, kissing would be nice, yes? And she freaks the As, fuck again, out. Correct <laughs> Understandably. Reaction. I was Literally, I have in my notes, Kill it finally, realistic depiction of talking <laughs> animals. Honestly. <laughs> what is happening? Oh my gosh. Um... Yeah, so we find out that he is, after she beats him a couple times with a book, um, we find out that he is, you know, the Prince Naveen, um, how he was turned into a frog from, like, the Shadow Man, and she's like, okay, well, if you're Prince Naveen, then who the fuck is dancing with Lottie right now? Because I have questions. Um, and, yeah, so we, we learn all of that, and, uh, she ends up grabbing a copy of the Frog Prince, and he's just like, "Oh, I know that story. That's exactly what used to happen. You're obviously a princess because you're wearing a dress. Um, you're obviously a princess. You need to kiss me so I can turn back into a human." And I'm just like, "Okay, sir, ma'am. I don't know if you understand this. Uh, Prince Naveen is not bright. Mm. Oh yeah, no, he real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also calls it the Fragi Pruto. Yeah." In, which, which I, assume I don't know is what kind of language. I don't uh, know it? what kind of language Meltonian well, is. In in the um, I mean, he's Brazilian, so could it be Portuguese? Yeah, in the captions, it all it only refers to it as foreign language. But I, from the sound, I assume is intended to be some sort of mix of like maybe um, French and Portuguese. I mean, yeah, like some of the phrases he does say, it's from a made up language. Yeah. Oh yeah, like uh, oh god, I I. Really but it, it's it's very obviously like. Um, Actually, romantic. Danza. It is very yeah. obviously romantic European in origin, like an etymology. Which yeah. is weird because uh, Why? one would assume that uh, froji comes from the same root, uh, same root word as frog. But uh, froji, uh, the word frog, comes from the Germanic, 
language. Which is European. Yes, but not... I, I not romantic, but... for some reason, assumed that he was, you know, more North African Arabian Peninsula. Oh, no, I saw it. I no, saw I it. didn't get that at all. No, when I when I thought Maldonia, I thought, like, Spain. Like, oh, yeah. close to Spain. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, Interesting. I don't know. That's just, like, mentally, that's where I, where I always pictured it. Um, like, um... Or South America. Where is, uh... Let me make sure I check before I say this and sound like an idiot. No. Say it first and then check. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, like, Montenegro. Which is, like, technically not, like, Western Western Europe, but, like, it's still yeah. European. I don't... I was picturing, I, like, Maybe Montenegro. it's just because, like, I had mentally associated it with uh, the country of Maldonia with Macedonia, which, which is, is in that Balkans, vague area. Or, yeah. Yeah, Balkans... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I was thinking like still like Mediterranean, like south enough in Europe that like, you know, almost, the tan uh, yeah. would make sense, um, yes. but not like not on the African continent, like still on the European continent, is what oh, I was picturing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So she finally agrees to kiss him um, amongst, or despite many uh, and some good, uh, some good, good books mushing. Some good books mm-hmm. mushing. Um, and we f- find out, uh, or we see that because she is not a princess indeed, uh, she then turns into a frog as well. And his status does not change in the slightest. Uh, and I love... <gasps> gasp! <laughs> gasp. Um, but I love Wait, the... you mean there's more, there's more than just these 15 minutes in this movie? <laughs> uh, and I, I love the, oh, why am I so slimy? Oh, that's not slime. You are secreting mucus. That's not better. Naveen, sir, I'm not sure if you're aware. I would argue that it is, because it's not... Like, slime is not something that you secrete normally. Mucus is. But it's gross. It's not that far a leap. It's gross. Um, I have a mint leaf in my mouth. <laughs> Don't be doing that. Um, Congrats. Seven years, good luck to um, you. But also, yeah, so then... We see uh, they end up like getting kind of thrown out of the window into the party, just like you know, a um, Rube Goldberg sequence of contraptions. Um, they end up getting thrown out of the window into the party down below, um, where they quickly manage to cause absolute chaos. Um, hijinks ensue, um, and we end up seeing. Uh, oh, I love this part. Where they land on the drums and the drummer's trying to get them off, and, and then like just, the rest of the band is just like, just like oh, ooh, fun beat. Oh, we jamming. <laughs> yeah, it's a party now. And then everyone and then, just starts of dancing. Course, like, everyone loves it because it's it's great jazz. music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love I love that part so much. And I was like, this this seems like an accurate representation of what would happen <laughs> Indeed. musically. Loved it. Um, yeah, and so then they're like running out the party. Everyone starts like freaking out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Since Daddy, Six, Stella on them. Um, and Stella! Stella! Uh, yeah, and so, and then we see um, Dr. Facilier and Lawrence are like, oh, shit, that's not right. Um, and so then they go back to um, Prince Naveen's, like, room in the estate. Inter- well, interesting point about the masquerade ball, though. Um, like, during, like, I, a lot of critics of this movie don't think the representation of, like, you know, the racial injustices and, you know, systems of oppression aren't, um, you know, exhibited, like, throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that, like, did note, though, um, was that it was illegal 
um, for black people to wear masks during mm-hmm. this time. And so all of them weren't, except for the antagonist of the film. He was the only one, too. So that would just, like... Interesting. Yeah. Just a little something. Hmm. That's an that interesting would... note. I didn't pick... What I didn't was he dressed up as? Um, I don't think he was dressed up as anything. I think he, just wore, he was just wearing a mask. Which is yeah. technically what a he mask wore, wore a white is. mask. <laughs> um, yeah, mask rape ball is not necessarily a full costume party. It's because you kind of wear a mask but um yeah so he was the only one actually coming to a masquerade ball <laughs> but uh yeah so then we we go back to prince naveen's quarters of the estate um and we see a turned over opened jar in a cupboard um and he's just like oh yeah the poor thing was gasping and i'm like yes because i assume you didn't put any air holes oh and also <laughs> stella did understand that's yeah we, we did see, see that with that, that two tia- different animals that they can speak to, speak to animals yeah, yeah yeah um very very cool um and Campbell, who voiced Stella? Yeah, do you know? That was the one I didn't have. Um, <laughs> Disappointed. No, I, uh, because I, you do, I do have all this like up, um, like the IMDb, but I didn't see Stella when I was doing this. Uh, yeah, Stella is not credited on the IMDb. Hold on, we're taking the time. <sighs> I will say, while we don't need to finish in the original time that we were trying to, I Kelly would Hoover. like to finish. Oh, we're not going to take forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Mostly because I already have my McDonald's order queued, and they close at Ooh. 10.30, so I would like to be able to put it in by, like, 10, 10, 10, 15. Oh, you, and still you can eat still, like, order. Okay, well, I don't yeah, want to eat, eat it while we're recording. I, you yeah. can mute yourself and, like, take bites. That's, like, fine. That's fine. I don't want to yeah. do that. Um, Stella is voiced by Kelly Hoover. Um, who is also Mama Run and Chicken Little hmm. uh, on Billy and Meet oh. the Robinsons? Uh, she oh. like does a lot of voices in um, Bolt and Big Hero Six. I um, loved Bolt. She was um, assistant production manager in both Brother Bear and Lilo Ooh. and Stitch. Ooh, solid movies, okay. solid credits. Yes. Um, yeah. So then um, we. See, oh yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're back in Prince of Means quarters, and we see that um, there was he was clearly in a jar that he's escaped from, and Lawrence is just like, oh well, like he was like gasping for air, so I just like loosen the lid a little bit, and Doctor Facilier is like, do you not understand what we're doing here, like sir? Do I, I under, like, you don't seem to fully understand the evilness that we are uh, perpetrating here and not seem to be on board with it. So I just need you to get on board. Um, uh, and he ends up like taking the talisman and we see Lawrence, uh, like, obviously, you know, it's Lawrence from the voice, but we see him like back in his form, but still in the clothes. And I'm just like, you didn't rip a single seam. Like, <laughs> sir, you are magic clothes. Seven, okay. <laughs> I call bull, but uh, yeah, he at this point at this point alone, Raven has a problem with this. Movie. This is the only point in which I have a problem with this movie. <laughs> uh, I was taken out of the fantasy. <laughs> um, that was me with the honey on the beignets. Dear God. Uh, yeah. So then we cut over. We cover to um, we see Naveen and Tiana. Um, they escape from the party on like balloons. <laughs> Shut up. They escape from the party on balloons, <laughs> and we now see that they're like floating over um, the sw- like floating over a swamp, presumably, like, part of the bayou. Um, like, they're entering the bayou. Um, and, like, still trying to make their escape and, like, get away from everything. 
Did we say <laughs> that if love. something happens to the amulet, bad things will happen? Yes. No, we did not establish that yet. Oh, we did not say that yet. So, yeah. Cool. Um, that has been established. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> that is this. We're interrupting. Sorry, I, I now have too much mint in my drink. Mint mouth, mint mouth, mint mouth. Which is wild, because there's no such thing. <laughs> there is. Exhibit A, Thin Mints. Continue. Disagree. Anyway, um, so another one, another line from this movie that I really like. Uh, so when Naveen and Tiana are talking, he's just like, oh yeah, you know, like, I kind of like have to marry Charlotte because like, you know, little broke right now. Oh yeah, because we established like, because he's like, oh, you're not a princess. You lied to me. And she's just like, I didn't lie to you. I never said I was a princess. I'm a waitress. And then he mentions like, oh, well, like joke's on you because I'm broke. And she's like, okay, well, you actually did lie to me because you straight up said that you were like, made of money <laughs> no he said his to be fair parents. and he was like he was like no my yes. parents are, are wealthy and um he's just like and i hope to be wealthy again once i marry charlotte if she'll have me and, and she's just like you're a prince and he's just like yeah and she's like she'll have you <laughs> <laughs> she has such simple needs huh. she knows her well um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so, just an easy easy dream to fulfill marry a prince yeah indeed you know um, in the 1920s <laughs> Easy, breezy, cover Beautiful girl. cover girl. Um, easy, breezy, Charlotte. Yeah, and so then we uh, we see, like, they're running into the trees, their balloons pop, and they end up um, falling, like, into the river and getting chased down by some alligators who kind of, like, chase them into a tree stump. Let's talk about these alligators. Yes, please do. Um, I have a couple of two that are, like, credited, credited. Um, so we have um, the... Not like the main one, um, but no, we'll do the main one first. Marlon, the gator. Who is he voiced by? I'll give you a hint. Bam. Wait, Emerald Degrassi? Emerald voices Marlon the gator. What? Wait, I. how did you get that from that? <laughs> Wait, how do you That's not know what his catchphrase is, ma'am? Bam. Bam. Okay. Wait, hold up. Do you not know about Emerald? I No? I the 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 the, the famous chef? Like the TV Emerald. chef. He has yeah, his Who is that? TV cooking show Emerald. The first real like cooking show on TV. Like The only famous chef I've ever given a shit about is Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I, I, I'm not a person who, who cares about celebrity chefs. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, my family, gr- growing up, we watched the Food Network a lot and a lot of cooking shows. Same. Gotcha. So he voices Marlon the Gator, and then Ian the Gator is voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Kevin Hart, and I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense, Jonathan. He was, no, he was even it really... wouldn't. <laughs> Kevin Michael uh, Richardson. That's um, wild. Yeah, he was, um, just, if you don't know, um, Lilo Stitch movies, he was, uh, Captain Gantu. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he Gantu. Was, Gantu? Um, Gantu? Yeah, Gantu. Um, yeah, Robert Hawking, which is the father of Virgil Hawking in, uh, Static Shock. <gasps> I love that show. He was also Principal Lewis in American Dad. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, these So two... I have a couple. Oh, go ahead. These two alligators, um, when I was like, oh, I wonder who they voiced them. Just like, I didn't, like, some of these, like, side characters, I don't even write down. I was just like, oh, yeah, they have, like, one line. I was like, oh, might as well look. And I was like, what? 
Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what? Yeah. So Emerald that makes a lot more sense uh, because uh, I have a couple notes for this whole situation. Um, one, gators don't care this much about anything, that's, much less food. That's what I was saying. I was also like, I was like, there's no way these gators would be this concerned about two little ass frogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> you hear all these stories about like animals that just go up and like poke gators and the gators aren't hungry so they don't could care. not be bothered yeah yeah like i've seen people pick up gators and throw them like it <laughs> they don't care on, they truly them. are not bothered <laughs> no they do not care and that is how they like also I interesting just... creatures also uh how do they know about battering and frying that's, things? that's what i know it's gonna be i was like i was like because so, he says y'all are gonna taste so good how does good lewis based... know about jazz he's no no but he says he's y'all are gonna taste by so the good. bayou with the riverboats and so what no 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 no. but here's my point here's my thing he says i have more y'all are gonna thoughts on lewis so... later on he says but... y'all are gonna taste so good basted and battered and fried one why would you both baste and batter something two how your alligators like when would you have eaten enough battered okay, and so fried we, okay. foods? I will. I will say this because one thing we, just we, hear we, jazz. we do know that they yeah. do understand human speech. Two, do you not think drunk New Orleans will not throw food <laughs> to alligators? Yes, but I suppose they do understand human speech, which I get. Yes. But also, you're an alligator. How would you have the faculty to achieve the? basted and battered and fried frog how would a frog make a gumbo she finds a way and she's a person so but she's a frog jeff goldblum but she's like she's a frog with the mind of a person but i think we see from this that the animals don't have minds of like of animals fine don't like that face. Oh. <laughs> uh, listeners, uh, Raven's audio stopped. So this is the second time we're talking about this. And this is the second time she was, uh, you know, don't like it. My... Don't like it. Whims. Anyway. So then. Yeah. So Lewis. Yeah. That Lewis. Um... Yeah. So I was surprised because like he was on the river. But I was like, oh, that's not going to go screaming. Oh, wait, wasn't, I the one who said, all I... wasn't I the one who said that she like made the raft and all that stuff? Yes. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So they get caught. Because we're going back over this. They get stuck okay. in a tree stump yeah, so... until morning. They wake up. She's making a raft. They're going down the river. He makes a ukulele. An alligator comes up and it's just like, oh yeah, I like that tune. I'm Lewis. He was once on a riverboat and got chased off by humans with guns. Continue. And shot <laughs> off, shot at a lot. <laughs> when Which they like, started shooting at him, <laughs> I did gasp. I was just like, <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> it was so funny and was not expected whatsoever. <laughs> That was but so. It was so I think perfect. that honestly is the funniest part of this movie. <laughs> like, I still like, like the crazy. I still like the crazy people, but this is a close second. <laughs> because that is, it's one. It's like it's funny because it's true. Like that's so accurate, though. <laughs> like, yeah. like you cannot tell me at least one out of every two people on that boat did not have a gun with them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, so then he, uh, they're just like, oh yeah, well like we're actually people, so like we're trying to be people again. And he's just like, oh, because uh, they're just like, oh yeah, he got turned into a frog by the shadow man, uh, like who like does voodoo. And he's like, oh, you mean the type of voodoo that Mama Odie do? And I'm just like, ooh, who's this other, uh, who's this voodoo queen that we talk about over here? I want to meet her. Uh, and once we meet her, I'm very. Who's happy. this American but- horror story, Angela Bassett? <laughs> God. Um, 
yeah so another another part where like they kind of like use voodoo and hoodoo interchangeably but we already talked about that so um so then he's just like oh yeah you know like you could go to mama Odie, um and like she practices voodoo like maybe she could help you like blah blah, blah. and they're just like hey why don't you come with us and show us the way and he's like I ain't about all that. She scares the crap out of me. And and then Naveen emotionally manipulates, manipulates him. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Not a good guy. He's like, I had a great idea. I'm going to take you there. And they're like, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and so then we get into the song, When We're Human. Because now Lewis is like, well, I want to be a human too. I, I really like this song. It's a great song. Especially, um the like when they get to the chorus again the chord progression just like how the melody goes mm-hmm. i love it it's because it's it's i don't know it's just different yeah um how it like go downs like it, it go downs like that it goes down like that um and so we start off with uh lewis talking about um how he just wants to be you know playing with the with the big boys lewis armstrong and mr sydney boucher uh, um and just like wants to kill it. And I'm like, you know what? You can do that. You can I believe crush it. You. He's amazing. And then we get to Naveem. And Naveem wants the life he had before. Um, he was talking about, you know, redheads, brunettes, blondes to hold the candles. Ugh. And I was like, at that part, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, so you're like aggressively like misogynistic. Got it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Cool. I'm with you. I'm, I've made that leap with you. Made that hop with you. <laughs> stop this. um and then we get to uh tiana's like i worked hard She's like i just want to be like a normal um, human being who like has compassion for other people <laughs> yeah i was like i want to i want to be a human being and actually acts like yeah. one yeah mm-hmm. also i um, love how this entire time as they're navigating down the river she's the only one paying attention to like obstacles in their way like also that animation of the water beautiful. so good beautiful oh amazing um, um only only note i have on this is uh this is just me being me. Um, I would kind of like, I don't know. I like the flow of when I'm human as I hope to be better than I like when I'm human as I'm gonna be. Like that Agreed. is my sole note on this. Like Agreed. I love I the like, first like chorus that. line, and then every other chorus line. I'm like, but like it's not as good as the first. I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I also like, I like Tiana's part, but I don't like the physical progression of the line of when I'm human, at least I'll act like one. There's there's something about it that feels a little awkward to me, but I'm just like, but also... Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it the syllables? I think it's the number of syllables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's just like, still a good song. Still a great part, but just little, yeah. tiny notes. <laughs> Other than that, no notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. And then, so <laughs> then we cut to Charlotte and Naveem Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like on a date, and they like Lawrence like snarls at her, and she does it back, and I'm like, ew, snarling is it's what I wrote in my notes. Weird. It's like it's like um, it's like when um don't the king weird, shame. It's like when the weird like emo kids would be like rar xd. King shaming <laughs> is my king. <laughs> oh no. <gasps> One Fun of the best fact: <laughs> gazebos were invented uh during the Civil War, like around like 1863. I that feel like that's not a difficult thing to invent. Don't disparage um, Amerigo Gazebo, the founder of Gazebos. And yes, I use, I reference Amerigo Vespucci. As, yeah. um, as one does. Um, In everyday conversation. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, Bourbon. Yeah. And so then we see that uh, Charlotte is like, oh, your ear. So his ear like turns back to normal. Like, pesky mosquitoes. And we mosquitoes. see the blood is running out in the talisman. Yeah. And then he got a donk. 
Oh, yeah, he got cake. <laughs> um, it's not even Charles. This boy, <laughs> it's not even worth it. This I have boy is on thick this with four C's. <laughs> I and a Q. And a Q. Thank you. <laughs> um, so he like quickly before also, he like wait, completely. I also do want to point out how they like. Um, Y'all, this is a fun episode. I do have a note. So he's trying to. He tries to like propose to her before he completely changes so he can run off, figure out what's going yeah. on, you know, and all that <laughs> jazz. Um, she all says yes. Um, and uh, she was like, yeah, the, I always dream of having a Mardi Gras wedding. Uh, wedding. She's like, are you serious? And then I did write down as uh, serious as the plague, which did <laughs> bum me out. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, insert Yikes. Cardi B saying coronavirus. <laughs> um, well, also, also the fact that like this is happening in the twenties, oh, like shortly after the, one of the biggest the influence flu. of pandemic, yeah, influence and like, that we had like ever. <laughs> and we're in the twenties once again. Mm. Yikes! Uh, um, side <laughs> note, uh, I do love the simplicity, the elegant simplicity of her dress. Are you still talking about the ass? Oh, oh okay. yeah, same. Like, I, the whole thing that I think could have made this a little bit better for um, Lottie's dress is a sash to cinch the waist uh, and show off her figure a little bit more. Because she do got the figure. She hey, got the figure for this dress. Jonathan, quick quick question. Yes. Um, just ballpark. What percentage mm-hmm. of your notes are fashion related? <laughs> and... We will then talk about in reference before how you said you don't care about fashion. <laughs> I don't know why I brought this up. It has been um, maybe three minutes. Exactly. I was like, and I have one. completely lost my mind. So, uh, about, no, we were, we were on leaves. when we're human. Oh, no, no, no. no, no we no, were no, on no, a proposal scene, scene darling. We were on a proposal scene. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't know why you brought that up either. Yeah. Something about exposed. Proposes. Siri says, Siri says the plague. Mardi Gras wedding. Spanish um, flu. And so then Lawrence leaves and is like, what do we do? Yeah. And he's like, and well, so we got to like, get that frog back. Yeah, it's like, let's let's go ask the friends from the other side. And at, um, oh, also friends from the other side. When we first saw all the shadows, for sure, one of them is Jack Skellington. Oh, serious? I didn't notice. I like. I mean, it. I mean, it's ambiguous, but like, it looks like Jack Skellington. That's really cool. Oh, side note. Um, I don't know if it's in this scene, but in a lot of scenes, whenever uh, Doctor Facilier's shadow moves across wallpaper, the patterns, um, which tend Change to be, to you skulls. know, yes, they tend to be like more fleur de lis, that sort of French stylings. They turn to skulls, which is really cool. Yeah. Also, great taste in fe- in wallpaper. It is like. Layers another note on that intentionally like when he's first luring um Lawrence and Prince Naveen like back into his shop his uh his shadow changes quickly into like um the image of a snake which one is like showing his like true intentions but also as a reference to, like um his his voodoo practice because like snakes are snakes are very prominent within the voodoo religion yeah, yeah. as we also see with um Mama mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah they have a lot of like little again again it's like it's the little details like it's the little things that like really make something great mm-hmm. when you can watch something multiple times and still be catching things like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah um um yeah okay so then um they send the shadows off 
to go find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we see they're hungry. We're back with our protagonist of the film. They're hungry. And then um, Naveen is like... Mm, them flies looking real tasty. Yeah. Let, the, let, let, me, let me eat some bugs. And Tiana's um, just and like, uh, no, like, I am not kissing I am a not frog turning, and eating a, a bug in the same day. <laughs> not doing it. But it isn't the same day. Y'all slept. And then you um, can sleep during and, the... and still be in the same 24-hour period. I mean, I guess, but I don't know if I would consider that like a day. Is twenty-four day. hours not a day? Yes, it is, but I would not consider that this... the same day. Well, the, you don't know their frame of reference. I would argue that like Tuesday and Wednesday, even if they are twelve hours apart, are not the same day. The same day span. Yes. Okay, but she didn't say that. Though. Also, I feel okay. like I get it because like. If I had to kiss a frog, and then even the next, even three days later, it was just like, now I have to eat a bug? How do you know? <laughs> how do you know when she kissed the frog, it wasn't post-midnight? It was nighttime. Uh, something I will say mm-hmm. is, kissing a frog ain't, it ain't, it ain't that big. Facts, like, I've kissed a fish before. A lot, uh, wild, uh, <laughs> a lot of young girls after this movie did try to kiss frogs Checks a bunch, out. and a lot of them were hospitalized. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, diseases. Yeah, I mean... Fair, don't but randomly also, kiss like... wildlife, please, for your own. So, health. anyway, um, Tiana like starts like her tongue trying to catch flies too, um, gets caught up in the tongue for um, of Naveen's, mm. and then Louis is like, Ooh. and Louis is just like, and oh, then... I didn't realize y'all were, you know, you need some privacy. And he was like, I can fix this, and he Rubik's cubes them, <laughs> he makes, makes it, it worse. worse. And he's like, and he's like, you know what's going to solve this? A really sharp, sharp stick. stick. It's like, uh, will it though? Um, it's delivery, not DiGiorno. <laughs> um, not DiGiorno. Um, <laughs> so, uh, while they're tied up together, while they're Rubik's Cubed together, um, we see a little... Get, get the point and stick, and then we, we already talked about like, the fireflies. We see a lightning bug come along. Um, <gasps> lightning bug. Um, we see And then we get introduced Ray. to Raymond. Oh, well, no, no, yeah. Raymond. Raymond. Um, yeah. He, I, Raymond? he says women like a man with a big back porch. Indeed. Can confirm. Women like a man with a big bass porch. As a woman who is attracted uh, to men can confirm. <laughs> side note, um, weird thought here. Um, evidently, this uh, this character has the most accurate uh, accent of anyone yeah. in this movie. No, that's actually what I was going to say. Like, I really appreciate... Voiced by Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Tigger, yeah. Pete. <laughs> um, he was Cat and Cat Dog, Fuzzy Lumpkins from Powerpuff Girls. Fuzzy um, Lumpkins! Uh, he's he's been in yeah. like uh, another musical we've done before. But yeah, no, that's actually like that's actually the note that I have for the scene is like I, I really appreciate the way like Jim Cummings like captures Cajun speech and like accent like with Ray because it's it's so it's so accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, especially like so I was actually talking to my mom about this point because again she uh, is a Louisiana sort of native. She grew up there. Uh, but she's like, even down to the fact that he says captain more mm. often than he says shell. Yeah. Like, that is so accurate. And it's like, it's stuff like, I forget the exact line, but there's something where he was just like, oh, like, um, he's something about like, uh, where does this, like, where does this go to at or something like that? And it's like, this go to where? Yeah. And it was just like, it was like that line alone. Yes. Yes. That is how, like, that is how they speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just very interesting. Also, he's gay to racist, apparently. 
He's not uh, like gay because, or racist. He's just like they are no, he's not good racist. at directions, and I don't know. No, why he says you asked. cannot trust a gator to. Fo- <laughs> you cannot follow a gator's direction. He is gator racist. So we find out. Lewis comes back and was like, I got confused with the topography, the geography, the choreography, which I thought was fun. That was <laughs> right? Fun I like that. That, that. That's a good line. I, I, at that point, I was like, hmm, I'm having fun. <laughs> Wait, that was the point? No. <laughs> but that's the one Only the point, point I vocalized it aloud. That's fair. That's fair. Because I did. Um, so then he's <laughs> Quietly like, well, we amongst himself. <laughs> I'm having fun. So now he's like, well, I got to take you the right way to get to Mama Odie. So he's like, okay, like me and my relations will. Also, that, like, relations me and my relations yeah yeah. me and my relations like you know show you the way um so we get into the song gonna take you there where it's basically just a bunch of fireflies uh that are using their asses to show them the way uh grandmama um grandmama i love how she has a little walk (laughs) so cute um I do not oh. like the song as much as I like the other songs in this musical. Oh, yeah. oh no, I don't either. I think it's just like a fun little um, transitional I, I, sort of song, but like it's it's not yeah. the best. And I think Valid. I, what Valid. this what shines in this, no pun intended, <laughs> is the animation of the oh yeah was oh my gosh again with the water too. Yeah, they're going down the bayou. Um, going down the bayou. Going down the bayou. Yeah, this is to me. This is just like a fun little transitional song, like not necessarily meant to be like a no. serious oh. musical piece, but like fun and the like, animation is really. I good. said something incorrectly earlier about the plot. At this point, this is then when they ask the friends from the other side to go like find them. They make the deals. Like, what do you think about all the souls in New Orleans? Oh. Um, oh God. And then yeah, because I have a written yeah. Dr. That's when I was like, one of them. Yeah. One of them at that point, I was like, this is clearly Jack Skeleton. Gotcha. And then they go. They're they're off, off, off to the mm-hmm. races. Yeah. Um. um and we find about Ray's girl. I feel that. Gotcha. I feel that. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um. I don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. So, listeners, we're going to take a slight break from our regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> um, and Jonathan thought it would be fun. Uh, he has um, put together some like trivia questions and fun stuff like that because the three of us big fan trivias as i i guess you know from our 20th episode because that's the that theme will of that have come episode, out before that happy this, hour special yeah. yeah that we haven't recorded yet but um i'm excited for that one because i have some fun trivia questions for raven in mind <laughs> um so gotcha. uh y'all i have brought to you a game called sex drugs and rock and roll 
Uh, this is a game in which uh, I brought two of your favorite loves and a third to round out the cast, which is uh, rock and roll, cocktail recipes, oh. and musical songs. Oh, that, that's a love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cocktail recipes and musical songs. So basically, the answer to this question, I will give you a name. It will either be the name of a song from a musical, the like the name of a cocktail, or the name of a sexual position. All of the positions are from the Kama Sutra. Just which side note? It's a super gotcha. interesting book. Uh, it is. Number one. Sorry, saw. Mm-hmm. Is a short trip to hell. Cocktail. I would hope that's not a sexual position. <laughs> Musical number. <laughs> Musical song. Uh, it is a cocktail. A. It What's is made. There? It is made with two ounces of peach schnapps, two ounces of strawberry schnapps, two ounces of wildberry schnapps, one ounce of Jägermeister, and a can of Red Bull. I hate that. I yep. understand. That's that. I understand no, no, no. The name. Here's why. That sounds sweet. I'm not that big a fan of Jäger, and I hate Red Bull. Yup. Yeah, yeah, you you would not be a fan. <laughs> no, no. So that that's an aptly named thing for me. Yeah, it's short a short trip to hell. To hell. <laughs> it's a short trip to Campbell's Hell. Correct. Uh, cool. Point Raven. Good job. Next up is the pinball wizard. Sexual position. I I I'm I'm gonna go with a uh, musical song. It is a sexual position. A fuck. Uh, you gotta stop guessing next. musicals, Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but it all sounds like, I mean, Pinball Wizard's a song. It is a song. It is actually by The Who. Uh, it is not yeah. in this case. So th- it is not from so that, musical. That's why, that's why I thought that. Gotcha. Valid. That's I, a I very, could be like val- a very valid thought. It. Number three is, oh, what a beautiful morning, exclamation point. I'm going to say a musical, musical song. Mm-hmm. You're is both correct. Oklahoma? It is from Oklahoma. That checks. Why do they keep putting exclamation points after stuff? Stop. <laughs> it's not needed. I've never seen Oklahoma <laughs> as well, but I was just like, I think this is from Oklahoma. Yeah, right? <laughs> Number four is a comfortable screw. A uh, cocktail. Sexual position. Cocktail. Interesting. Uh, it is two parts orange juice, one part southern comfort. It is a play on a screwdriver. Uh, next one is Dances with Wenches. I assume that's a reference to Dances with Wolves, so probably a cocktail because it's like a movie reference. I dances with winches. I don't think it's a sexual <coughs> position. I would hope not. I'm gonna say musical number. Um, so it is a cocktail made with one part spiced rum ah. and three parts cock. Uh, three parts cranberry juice. Oh, there's. <laughs> Spice three rum. parts cocktail three parts cocktail spice? of your choosing <laughs> spice rum and cranberry juice interessante interesting yeah i'm kind of interested in it um I, it, it seems like i feel like that would be a good like shooter like in the yeah right winter. i don't know if i'd want a whole drink of it um, number try. six is their exclamation point right there exclamation point I think this is a trick question because my immediate, immediate thought was um, sexual position. See, so I'm gonna go musical number. Mine was too, but I also think like sexual positions are normally like the names of them are normally descriptive of the position. Wild, you know what I mean? So I also I think, I think, I also when think it comes down number. to me. I just want all of these to be songs. I think <laughs> whether I think it's right or not, so, I just want it to be a song. You are both correct. It is a co- <sighs> it is a, a musical number from the Legally Blonde musical. Oh, 
which oh. is why I got excited when you mentioned it earlier. Um, it is a song about whether a man is gay or just European. <laughs> I mean, okay, I get it. <laughs> I love that <laughs> so much. Um, up next is Poe Matter Pie. Poe Matter Pie. I'm going to go sexual. Same, sex position, for sure. You are both wrong! Oh. Uh, is it a cocktail? It is a song from Waitress, the musical. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've never seen Waitress, but I want to because I, I love Sarah Bareilles. I love that oh musical. My, my favorite is uh, When He Sees Me, anyway. I just like don't know a good way that I can watch it. It's like, there I just isn't a good access. way. Because, like, Unless you pirate it, there's like not e- and like there's not even a good pirate out there because I've looked. Uh, no. I'm not illegal. I'm not a criminal. Um, up next be is be gay do crime. Be gay do crime. Uh, up next is the chairman. The ch- oh sexual position. Yeah, I feel like I've heard of that. You are both correct. Um, Mom, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next is Old Devil Moon. Old, de- um, Old Devil Moon. Song. Oh, song. that's hard. Musical, musical Yeah, I meant it I to get so like too, harder. But just, but just to be different, I'm going to go cocktail. But I think it's song. I'm going to say cocktail. Is a song. It is from Old... Yeah, it is from Finian's Rainbow. Never heard of it. And now, um, the most difficult of all of these, uh, a lonely island lost in the middle of a foggy sea. That's the entire name? That is the full name. Jesus, it's not a song. I don't. I don't think it's a song. Um, I for the first time think it's a cocktail, and I think it's a cocktail made by the Lonely Island, <laughs> made by Andy Samberg, who was wanting to I be as bo- funny I as would, possible. <laughs> I would believe it's a it's a cocktail, but again, I I think you're right, Raven. But I just like just to be different, I'm gonna go with a sexual position. Um, so Raven is correct because it is a cocktail. It is a I, cocktail. I need to. I need to stop being different. Stop, <laughs> stop being contrary. You do. Um, so what we've learned from this situation is, uh, Campbell, you as a person need to uh, conform more. Um, it is a cocktail yeah. made with three kinds of rum: pineapple of juice, lime juice, demar- demerara syrup. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, cold brew coffee. And garnished oh. with a single coffee bean floating on top. You had me till the very end. I was like, this sounds like the perfect drink. I would but still... then you, you, you threw in the coffee. And like, I like a little bit of espresso. And like, when you're baking a chocolate cake Ooh. is as much as I can do. Because like, you, you just have yeah. to. That's we how have you talked about cake. how you hate coffee. And everybody yeah. who drinks yeah. coffee before. Yeah. But no, no I, I don't. I don't want to hate everyone who drinks coffee. I just think they're wrong for liking the smell of coffee. I, love, I don't understand. I it. love I like cold the smell brews. of coffee. I don't like Same. coffee. I love cold brews. I was surprised and a little confused when it we became one of the ingredients. But I would try that, and I feel like I would enjoy it. I feel like I. I mean, I would definitely try it because, like <laughs> everything else, the it's the citrus and the coffee. Yeah, that right. It's confusing. Really it's confusing, but I, I. I feel like it could be enjoyable. Gotcha. Um, let me try to do this. That did not work. Okay, never mind. I was gonna try to like. Who won? Uh, <laughs> I think I got like two questions right. <laughs> so Raven got eight correct. Eight. Uh, Ten. Campbell, you got four correct, which is roughly the same as if you just guessed. 
Um, uh, but I, for at least three of them, I believe I did say. You did I think say. this is the correct answer. I will not answer it. This so time. he did. Yes, he did. Get I like will give you that. Seven out of ten, which is still less. But than Raven me. still won. Back at the Bayou, um, we see headed uh, down the Bayou. That was fun. Going down the Bayou. Thank you. Uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Uh, I played that game with Jonathan before, and I did significantly worse than I just did the last time I played. <laughs> yup. Um, <laughs> rude. Uh, Love you. Back in the bayou. Ray's Gator Racist. Oh, we're way we went through. Uh, um, no, we, we finished going to take you there. Oh, catchers. we find out about. No, we find out. Found about, out about uh, shadow so people. Ray has a, a lover. Ooh. No, no, no. That's after this. That's after. This. I don't know if you can call her that. <laughs> no, I wrote down going to take you there. Um, Jack Skellington. He may mention her, but the song is Angeline. Not now. And it is true. It is true. After, no, he mentioned. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm okay. not talking about the song. He just mentions gotcha. her. Gotcha. He mentions Evangeline. So he, he's in love with the most beautiful firefly, lightning bug. Evangeline, which is such a beautiful name. Evangeline. It he is a, is a pretty name. name, especially in that. And accent. then we get yeah. Evangeline we get introduced to some frog catchers. Mm-hmm. So we have <laughs> the leader of the group, Pa Reggie, um, played by uh, Richie Montgomery, um, who's he's been in like Ozark Baskets. Clunkers, catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. Bunch of stuff. This is wild because they are some of the most minor characters, and the fact that even they have like, ex- like, g- good credits is wild. Mm-hmm. I think that's a rude thing to say. No, no sorry, not like. Damn. I'm gonna send <laughs> this mean... to this gentleman and be like, "You hear what this woman said to you?" <laughs> no, more more in the sense of like, all of the people involved in this are like. Prolific. In a major Disney motion picture? Well, I don't know. With don't, virtually unlimited amounts of money? I don't know how casting works. But okay, I'm saying like they're so only in this movie have, for like five the, minutes. We have I the really did think they played larger of the trio. Part. We have Darnell. Played I love by Darnell. Don Hall, who was a writer for Tarzan Moana, uh, Meet the Robinsons. Um, he was um, a uh, like storyboard writer uh, for Emperor's New Groove. Um, he was the direct... No, no, he was not storyboard. He was just a writer for Tarzan, Moana, Meet the Robinsons, and Person Group, and he directed Big Hero 6. Oh, that's really oh. cool. Darnell, Don I love Hall. Big Hero 6. It's, it's so good. Movie. And then Two Fingers, played by Paul Briggs, who voices um, Marshmallow from Frozen, like the giant ice golem. Aww. Um, Aww. He, the head of story for Big Hero 6, um, and he was a storyboard artist for Tangled. Interesting. Amazing. So, like, Disney animators, writers, things like that are just, like, a part of it. Yeah. Um, Oh, also, one of um, Ray's cousins um, is voiced by Randy Newman. Oh! Oh, interesting. That's really cool. Cousin Randy. Yeah, that is really cool. I appreciate that they put the composer in as a sort of oh they usually do yeah i i know i love that they they, yeah that they give them like a uh voice part yeah like what's his name um from the muppet movie um who played the piano in the um el slizo's cafe Mm -hmm. or whatever his name is Um, rolf (laughs) (laughs) we talked about it at detail ralph best my favorite muppet um, also, perfect character design. Um, the disagree. The best, the best Muppet is the Swedish Chef. I didn't say the best Muppet. I said my favorite Muppet, and just overall character design is perfect. Is Ralph the dog? 
He's just a dog. Cannot be improved. He does indeed have has perfect character. Uh, Paul Williams. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew is the best designed Muppet. Actually, that's a lie. Sweetums is the best designed Muppet. Oh, Sweetums. Oh, Sweetums. Truly Um, the best designed Muppet. Anyway. So, these these people are trying to catch some frogs Mm -hmm. to eat. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, at one um, point, uh, Darnell says, I will make him pay for his insolence. <laughs> and I was surprised he knew the word insolence. Uh, th- exactly. I specifically wrote it down as a moment of, I love Darnell. Truly the best um, character. And at this point, the, we do see an argument with Naveem and Tiana about like their lives and stuff. He's like, you don't know how to have fun. It was just like, oh, sh- shut up, little rich boy in your ivory tower. And he was like, it's polished marble. He's like, boy. (laughs) Yeah, and so, like, he gets caught, um, and then, like, they have, like, their guns, so Louis, like, this is all out of order, but basically he gets caught, he's free, Tiana is caught, and then Naveem goes to save her successfully with a series of bonks. Mm Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, Two Fingers was going to shoot Naveem, while he was on... Um, oh, on Paul's face? On Paul's <laughs> yep. face. And then not on Paul's face. I was like, oh my god, did he just shoot his dick off? Was it no Nearly. Very, very nearly. Nearly, nearly dickless Paul. Yep. Like, nearly dickless Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. The new name that. for my D&D character. Um, go oh ahead. My god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, amazing. Uh, he's a swords dancer. <laughs> It's 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 difficult uh, being an apprentice sword uh, sword singer. Go ahead. Um, and then I like yeah, Darnell did catch one. Um, caught Tiana. Um, he was like, "Did you hear that suspicious thud?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then so they get trounced, and then Tiana's like, "It's like these frogs are so intelligent," and Tiana's like, "And hey, we talk too." Um, and then they're uh, frightened and um, skedaddle. Again, accurate representation of uh, talking animals. (laughs) That is the correct response one should have. (laughs) Bye. I'm done with this. Yeah. And so they're like, you know, um, free now. Um, Lewis, like, um, has to get those things taken off of him by Ray. Um, The stickers. Um, Brambles. Did you say stickers? (laughs) Yeah, I, mean, I thought uh, they called them stickers in the movie. No, they call them prickers. It's a pricker bush. Yeah. Brandon's oh, I'm sorry. That That's so much different. Yes, it is. Thank you, Jonathan. Because a sticker <laughs> is something that just like sticks onto Jonathan? you. A pricker like embeds in your skin. Like it gets Girl, into you. Know you. Like pickings. it's like a thorn, but worse. Also, side note. It's uh, a bramble bush, basically. Yeah. He is an alligator. They are covered in scales. Very thick hide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Correct, Mundo. Ooh, thick high. <laughs> thick with a Q. <laughs> he is thick, though. That's the honestly, that's the theme of this movie. He, having a, he do, even though it's not Pixar, these characters do have a dump truck of an ass. He does like, like that bend over to do, reveal do you know that? his. Are you um, uh, familiar with that meme? It's like, give me that Pixar mom drunk dump truck dump ass. I was like, Jesus, this is a lot. But like, this have is, you this seen feels the like a lot, What these people are saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, ah, uh, man. So anyway, funny. Incredibles two 
It is, say it with me, an okay movie. <laughs> no, no. The Incredibles 2 is, is incredible. Fantastic. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. Anyway. I wasn't as big a fan of it as I was. I thought the that would be time. a fun bit to try to get you to say Incredibles. Anyway. And I laughed. Uh, <laughs> um, so then so now they've you know, escaped. Four drinks deep. They've escaped. She's like, I'm going to make a gumbo. I'm going to need you Here's to. Here's my question mix. Where did she find the knife? It is not a it knife, did, it, it was, is a sharp rock. It, it was a stone. No, no, I know, yes. but how is it perfectly honed into a blade with a handle? It is not. No, there, there's they no, are there just is, chopping not, mushrooms. Like handle, mushrooms are soft, Raven. I don't know if you know this. It's literally a wedge. It's just a wedge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there's no like handle. She no, just, no, like, I know there wasn't like a grip, true grip handle, but there was a place that wasn't a blade for her to grab it. Yes, rocks are shaped differently. One bar is just sharper mm-hmm. than the other. They're rocks. It just seems very See, much knife shaped. But anyway. <laughs> Rocks um, do come in this shape. The thing that she, I had okay, a problem so with. So you had a problem with her finding uh, a sharp object to cut things in the swamp, but not from making a raft? Not in the slightest, no. Okay, cool. Just, I just want to <laughs> Just, Just want to know where um, I stand. So, yeah, no. <laughs> Naveen was just like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, with some hors d'oeuvres, like maybe a pre-dinner cocktail. She's and like, she's she's like, like no, bitch, you, get your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> like you gonna work and he was like i literally don't know how to do anything oh my god and then he learns how to mince he does not and he, he slices sweating. them he does not mince them he slices she minces Whatever. them he, and then he slices them he the first slice immediately sweating oh <laughs> but then she shows him how um, to mince and it's a sweet moment but then he doesn't mince she slices and, and it bothers and me. then at this point when he's just like i've never Raven, how that to is do the anything. first step Everything's of mincing. been taken care of for me I wrote down, I do not feel bad. No, not in the slightest. This is straight not up, I put bit. down, straight up, I put down, aw, make us feel bad for the rich person. Right? Um, and um, then, I um, will say, they did Tiana not take does... the ribs out of this mushroom. No, not What are you, ma- what kind of gumbo are you making, They're frogs, ma'am? it's fine. Um, then, like, Tiana's just like, oh, you have had a charmed life. Um, and then he was like, yeah. But I have been cut off, so I guess you can say he now has a semi-charmed life. Fuck you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thought this about is it. the end like, of the podcast. This is a good um, one. I appreciate um, everybody who has listened so far. Um, <laughs> have a good life. Goodbye. You take me for granted. Mabel, Evangeline. Evangeline. Oh, no, no, no. First, before that, the shadows are like in the bayou now. And they find the balloons. And then they balloons so obviously they're like this is him is this whimsy Which, like, doesn't of it, course we are off it doesn't make any sense i'm just like i get that you found the pop balloons like one you weren't at the party to know that they flew in on balloons and two no. even if you even if you did know that like this is not inherently a clue like oh this is for sure him and even if it was no. how do you know where no, they went it was after whimsical. that <laughs> it was it it was it it was whimsical Ugh. it was also, they were going a direction, went the wrong way, and then started going in another direction. Yeah, so how the fuck did you know so, where to find him? I have questions. Yeah. Anyway, so now the next song. Yeah. This is a Take it away. beautiful song. So this is Ray singing about and to his love. Evangeline, the greatest firefly to ever live. And this is when we find out that she is, in fact, the evening star. Um, so shut the fuck up, Lewis. Right? Mm. He's just like, uh, she ain't a firefly. And it's like, okay, one, doesn't mean she's not a Read firefly. Two, who gives a fuck, Lewis? She beautiful. So shut your ass up. Um, 
I will say this is very accurate to the actual biology of fireflies, in which males are dumb as fuck. <laughs> Facts. Like, I mean, just like male fireflies will be tricked by such things as female fireflies of a different species, male fireflies of a different species, flashing lights, airplanes, shiny rocks. Like they are not a intelligent creature. Are you telling? Are you telling me though? If you don't, if you are walking about and you see a shiny rock, you're not immediately distracted right. and taken. Are you telling me the goblin okay, doesn't like, come I at do you? Pick it up. <laughs> are you telling me you're not a crow with more complex emotions? But legit, <laughs> more? No, I have. I nine have a sets normal of dice out of emotions. right next to me, Jonathan, sir. I must say, Jonathan, uh, how many sets of dice do you have? <laughs> anyway, yes, let's continue. Um. Mabel Evangeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So then this turns into very much a kiss the girl. Yes. Kind of love scene between Naveem and Tiana. Yeah. Um, you know, furthered by the smooth, smooth trumpeteering of Lewis. Mm-hmm. And I really love this because... Um, and, you know, the local biome. Because, um, so, he starts off the song with, like... Look how she lights up the sky, Mabel Evangeline. And then when he he's ending the song on that, so we see that uh, Tiana and Naveen, they're like dancing, they're like jumping around the lily pads, and he <clears throat> convinces her to dance, even she's like, I have two left feet, like blah, blah, blah. He finally convinces her to dance, like they're dancing around and twirling her and everything. Um, and then at the end of the song, when he says, look how she lights up the sky, the focus is now on Tiana, but we see like the like the twinkle in her eye is Evangeline. Like it's, it's like the same yeah. shape. Yeah. It's, it's Evangeline. Yeah. And it's just, it's so cute. And I love this so much. This is a beautiful, this is probably my second. It, if it's my second, it's tied with Dr. Facilier's song, but it's like, this is probably like my second favorite song in the movie. Gotcha. Um, and so at this point then, like the, um, shadows do catch up to them, but they are stopped by light magic, mm-hmm. um, and are kind of like disintegrated. And then we are introduced to a 197 year old blind woman lady. named Mama you Odie. Did, you noticed that too. Who is played by Raven. Go ahead. Auntie Jennifer Lewis, who I love with all of my heart. We have talked, I, I don't remember how much we talked about her in the Forbidden episode. A lot. But you can never talk about her enough. It's literally, literally um, today, my aunt texted me and she's like, hey, I don't know if you'd be interested in this, but here's like a book recommendation to listen to on Audible. And I clicked on it and it was Jennifer Lewis's book. And I was like, I love her. Thank you for this. Have you read that book? Not yet. It's so it's, good. It's I've, next I've only read like a couple now. of chapters, um, but it is so good. Um, so, I mean... For the uneducated and the ignorant, um, and the people that like honestly, it's not a lot of listen to this podcast anymore. Um, she's played Ruby and Blackish, um, oh. uh, Tallulah and uh, Tuka and Birdie. Um, she is uh, played uh, Lana Hawkins in Strong Medicine. She was in In Living uh, Color. One of my favorite. Yes, um, one of my uh, favorite. Uh, or a different roles world. Or both. Is, I think she's in both. Uh, Aunt Helen in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. I think is the first time I did like see her. No, because she was also Michelle in Sister Act. It's one of Which those is two was what, the first Campbell? time I saw her. Is a perfect Indeed. movie. Um, I know you love saying that. And she's also, I mean, she also like uh, star like she is. She can do it all. She she's also starred amazing. and co-wrote in like this one woman show. Um, 
Oh, what's it? It's like the Divas uh, Visitor, the Divas Visitation. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, um, but I don't know well enough to know the name. It is called... The Diva is Dismissed. Yeah. That was it. Sorry. I apologize, um, Jennifer Lewis. Um, um, Ms. Jennifer Lewis. Apologies for that as well. Um, and um, everyone who reveres her as... The, they should she's oh um, she she is she is the diva she's iconic honestly so she plays madame Odie and she does she's such a like, good job such a good job you like oh it sounds gosh. like she had fun with this role right the voice how she, like and modulates her voice oh my god how, how she acts how everything she, how she is my very first um, note for this scene is all caps with periods i love her that's it like i just yeah and then we get like we go back to her place we see her um her snake uh juju Mm -hmm. who is an adorable snake who objectively how it's drawn is not adorable no but like man but from the movement and the like yeah Mm -hmm. how it acts it is adorable which she kisses on the lips (laughs) Um, also juju is um very much um, like, <laughs> I was a crutch for her. Um, she helps out a lot. Like literally, a, a white cane or a probing cane. She uses <laughs> Juju as because she is blind. Um, when she walks into her home and just throws, um, what she was holding against the pot <laughs> and just shatters, cannot be bothered. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Can. I loved every second about that. Um, and then she like sits down, and like you want some candy? Only one thing's candy, and they're like, no, no, no. there's like, there's, there's a mint and two jelly beans, and then there's a key, and, like, and then oh, something else. Too bad this would have turned you back into human. And, like, and no, I was no, like, no, oh no, my no. god, I I fell for it. I straight up <laughs> fell for it. And they're like, no, no, no. And she was like, got it, <laughs> got it, love it, um, got it. That's hilarious. It was so funny. Which um, like, if you don't have like, I I think I am very very privileged in the fact that i grew up with older black women in my life like my grandmother is this and i love her for it so much like and i'm just like if you don't have an old black woman in your life like this find one (laughs) because everyone needs one i love her i love her um and then, you know, she starts snoring, falling asleep, doesn't want to hear it, whatever, <laughs> like, the problems are, starting to gumbo, which is burning, and Juju didn't warn her about it, goes test it, uh, taste it, Tiana's like, oh, it, it needs more. It needs more. a little Tabasco. Um, it needs Tabasco. Then out of nowhere, Juju has it, like, in his mouth, like, Wait, no, no, that's it. after the song. No, it's before the song. My note when she's oh it is the tasting the tasting deeper. is before the song yeah okay I thought you were yes. talking yeah helps with gumbo is right before yeah. It. dig a yeah, little yeah, deeper yeah 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 uh, then we get to song dig a little deeper yes. which they're they're like because the reason for this song is like what why do you need my help it's like because we need to be humans again and she's like no nah, that's not my it. only that, she's 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 straight up like no that's not your problem yeah. my only note for this song <laughs> you have bigger problems about being frogs my only note for this song is god damn it Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's so funny it's, but let, let's go through it let's go through yeah this yeah so so this song is her like literally saying like hey you need to focus on what you need not what you want but it's, it's also the idea of like when you focus on what you need what you want will come to fruition but like 
you want to be human. You want to like get back the life that you had, but that's not what you need right now. And that's what you need to focus yeah. on. So first it's Naveen mm-hmm. and it's like, he was like, you need to stop where you, you need to limit yourself. Yes. Self-control Exercise self-control. Yeah. Like you yeah. want it to and be, then, you, want it, you were rich, you want to be rich again, but like, that's not going it to didn't make you happy. happy then. Yeah. Like it's not going to make, it you, happy make now, you happy now, it make you happy then. then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. with T- Tiana, it was like, you need to like, you know. Um, surround yourself with like love and like your 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 father's daughter. So it was like also, you're capable of that of love. I want grandbabies. This this part is also where like um, so we do. So they like they do call like a voodoo queen and stuff like that. But also there's a lot of elements to her character that to me are much more hoodoo, and this is one of them. Like because uh, in in hoodoo like there's a big emphasis on ancestry, like honoring your ancestors and like let kind of letting your ancestors mm. live through you. And so when she says yeah. like you're your father's daughter, what he's got in him, he you've got in you, which is literally saying like hey like everything that you loved about your father, everything that made him great, like all of his strength and passion and love. That's all in you, but you need to help that come to fruition. Like, you need to, like, see that through. Don't you think it's wild in this song, though? She was like, Naveen, you need to, you need to learn how to budget. Tiana, um, you are capable of love. It's just, like, such extremes. <laughs> <Right>? It's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, do this, you know. You know, like, don't eat out as much, <laughs> like, as often. Tiana, you, you too can Maybe be loved break. by another person. <laughs> And, like, she, she does say, like, hey, it's going to be a lot harder for you. Because, like, for me, it's literally just like, hey, don't be such a selfish asshole all the time. Like, money's not the only thing that matters in the world. Whereas Tiana, it's like, you need to change your entire worldview. Like, <laughs> which is so, which I, I heard your really heart interesting, one. though, because how it's been presented thus far yeah. is like Naveem obvious issues yes. it's like yeah Tiana works so like works too much but like the person with like the obvious issues it'd be like oh That's you have a lot fix. to work on but it's like you you would think it's like you have a lot to work on but it's like you know Tiana is the one who'd be like yeah. oh no like and it's like in the song um she's like no uh, I, I also say solid bird shimmy. Oh yes oh yes that out there. Yes. Solid bird and shoe bills um, but it was like oh grossly underutilized bird agreed correct um but then tiana's like no i understand now i just need We're to work even harder, harder. <laughs> it's like and then, no uh, i love how ray is just the, like okay uh, let's do the whole thing like, again <laughs> yeah ray, yeah ray's just like uh okay take it take it take it back to the one um jesus christ <laughs> tiana but I, I, like I everyone just like understands i love that because and is that why you wrote your note for this song Oh yeah, God, yes, that is. Um, but I, I love it because it's to me, it's kind of Disney simultaneously giving the message of like, hey, like it's simultaneously giving the message of like dreams are important and you should have dreams, but you need to put in the work to achieve them. But also, work like there's more to life than that. And like one of the many reasons why um, Charlotte and Tiana are so great foils to one another, they're like the message is like, yeah, you need to have that will, that dream, that hope that wish for like what you want in life, but you have to work to get it. They're that they're at the extreme. Exactly. Charlotte is all about the wish. No work. Tiana all about, all the, about work. the work. Also, Jonathan is very drunk. Let's continue. Oh yeah. True. I am. Yeah. Like I, I said, know. Jonathan, don't drink anymore. <laughs> Feel free to drink more water though. Yes. Um, uh, fun fact. I have water here. Nice. Um, Good. 
proud oh. of you. I don't okay. know so, what yeah. tipped you off. Maybe it was the fact that I was like throwing my head the around. He- yeah, you know? like my head didn't help. It was throwing your head around, and you were just like touching your wall. <laughs> You're like you are hooked on the wall. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So after, so the, after the song, uh, Madam Odie says like to- the the way the way to turn you back is that he needs to kiss, kiss a princess, and I'll change both of you back. Yes. And they're like, let's look in the gumbo to see and she says, where the closest princess. She says, gumbo, gumbo, in the pot. We need a princess. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> what you got? I love uh, it. <laughs> insane. Um, in the membrane. So, yeah, so then we see, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, you, like, basically, she's saying, like, oh, yeah, Lottie is going to be a princess because, um... Mr. Yeah. LaBeouf is going to... La-di-da-di-da, slob on me now. Oh my god. Mr. LaBeouf is going to be king of the Mardi Gras parade, so that makes Lottie a princess. And then Prince of Misha's like, does that count? <laughs> She's like, yes, but only until midnight when Mardi Gras ends. And I'm just like, Mardi Gras doesn't end at midnight? <laughs> Madam. <laughs> like, the day Technically, does. The day yeah, does. Yeah, like, the, the day does. Um, yeah. like, Mardi Gras doesn't end I thought, I thought this was so funny, because uh, um, they were like, does that really count? And my... Uh, Madame Odie was like, yup. <laughs> Counts enough. <laughs> Side note, you saw I love... me. You saw me dispel shadow demons and you're asking... <laughs> you're asking really any questions? questions on me? Yeah, like, what the um, fuck, frog? I love the also, concept that uh, evidently magic don't give a shit. Nope. Like, <laughs> princess? Magic never has, never will. It's fine. Like she Magic is semantic and we know that for a fact. Yes, and it will come into play later in the movie as we know from boiler alert Um, facts uh something i will say um i'm not sure if they got to this point i think it's in the actual song itself um but evidently uh mama odie lives in a bottle tree yeah yeah um which i don't know how much you guys know about bottle trees but there is a lot minimal amount of information about bottle trees so the fact that we know anything about bottle trees i think is great <laughs> yeah fair continue so, though jonathan um so there are a couple thoughts i have written down about bottle trees um so number one me? is uh the bottles are to keep uh ir- evil spirits within mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which the fact that mama Odie has like dozens of bottles um so about bottle trees um yep um, it is also a big uh, wives' tale, and especially in the South, that um, hanging up bottles confuses flies and keeps them out of your house yeah. because the like shining lights keep them away. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also a very old wives' tale uh, that oh, pardon me, uh, that hanging up bottles of liquor or other sorts of alcohol um, in liquor? a tree. I barely know her. Uh, in a Lee. Thank you. So yes, uh, I, we're all thinking it. <laughs> Living up bottles of liquor or other some such alcohols uh, in a tree outside your front yard uh, or anywhere really uh, is a good way to quote unquote cure your cure. Jesus fucking Christ! Cure. Quote unquote cure yourself of uh, alcoholism because it sort of forces you and the rest of your neighbors to confront how much you are truly drinking. Um, Which is the opposite of college cisgendered men in undergrad where they would have their graveyards. Okay. I have no idea where we were even at. We were at... Same. (laughs) 
we were at. You have to they, uh, gumbo. Have to. They kiss just found out that they need to go Gras. back and find Lottie for her to. Yes, kiss yes, her yes. For I was talking about bottle trees oh. for a very long time. It feels yeah. like. And so then, um, I really liked how uh, Mama Odie says to. So Louis like, uh, Louis is like, hey, can you turn me to human? Blah 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 blah. And she's like, oh, calm down, Jabber Jaws. And I was just love the cartoon Jabber Jaw. <laughs> is was my thought for nice. that. Um, and then they decide that they will now commandeer mm-hmm. the ferry boat. Well, so commandeer, they, they Commandeer? It. Yeah. They didn't take control and of no, it. No, no, that was the intention. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> the, the happenstance, the, what, what's the happy hat, was that everyone was in animal costumes for Mardi Gras on this ferry for Mardi Gras celebration. And they see this giant alligator that looks really realistic holding a trumpet and be like, hey, can you play? And he starts playing. And they're like, hell like, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, let's Which, do this. I mean, on the one hand, this is a, evidently this is a very realistic uh, alligator costume. On the other hand, I've never known an alligator to play trombone. Not trombone, trumpet. trumpet. That is what that instrument is. Um, so, you know what? All the power to them. Right here. I get it. If there's like a random alligator sitting there, yeah, you should know that's an alligator. But also, if he's holding a trumpet and plays it well, that might be a person. You don't know. <laughs> if it, tri- if it yeah, plays it bad, know. obviously an alligator. Obviously an alligator. <laughs> uh, but the fact that he's holding it would tell me that it's not an alligator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fast. Um, so then um, Naveen decides to that he 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 is in love with Tiana. He does want to propose to her. Mm-hmm. Finds After a Mardi Gras bead, which are really fun to acquire <laughs> um, at Mardi Gras. Indeed, they are. Orleans, I know Absolutely. from experience, um, and makes this really really sweet engagement what? ring, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and runs into Ray, and Ray's like, oh, you're in love with Tiana? I'm gonna go tell her right now. He's like, no, no, Shut no, up. <laughs> and then he's like, saying, he's like, I don't care if her dream has to come true, I'll get a, I'll get a job. Or two, yeah, or three. Which is just like, oh my, one, you're willing, you're thinking of someone besides Support yourself. partners. Two. But at the same time, what a low bar we have set for this character. <laughs> yeah, right. You're I'll get to, a you're job. You're willing to be employed? <laughs> But to be fair, he is someone that comes from royalty. Yeah, I don't feel bad for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> Eat the rich. And then he, like, had a, a whole setup. Mm-hmm. Set date night kind of thing. He's wearing a bow tie that's a moth. Oh, and so cute. He's, like, uh, too much. And, I and will he, say. Like, it flies off. And the moth is like, I thought it looked I thought, nice. I thought it was a good note. Yeah. The I bow tie's good, name I, I, is. A, a nice touch. Uh, the bow tie's name is Bo, B E A U X, which mm-hmm. is yeah. the best oh, thing. Oh, but of course. Um, I also yeah, love the fact that he straight up only knows how to mince. Yes, <laughs> and he minced everything re- in sight. He's really trying, and which is like I mean that's basically charcuterie, to... right? Yeah. So, and he's like <laughs> starting to be like, okay, so I've been with thousand, uh, two, two, three, two, three. I've been like, with some women. women. <laughs> I've been with some women. <laughs> Um, thousands of women and then is you're so just like he, he's just like <laughs> one of the guys and he's like but you're not a guy you're a woman that I very <laughs> but you're much not love a guy, but like that, nothing wrong with that though it's like what do you ever identify like he's like tr- <laughs> he's qualifying everything he yeah. says um, because he's so nervous and then Aww, um, baby. 
they're like sitting in they're talking about like you know her future restaurants like yeah maybe i'd like hire someone to play ukulele it's like uh you oh you would you would hire me it was like oh i'll check with oni oh wait i am, I am the owner. owner yeah sure yeah. why not uh-huh. let me check with the um, owner i did owner says it. yes yeah and then she talks about like yeah our food cute. and he's like oh, our, our food, food? Gets she's like the oh ready. me and my dad yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, shutting that but, down real but quick. But I, I do love... No, it's just like, it wasn't like shutting down. It was just like, he felt I know, shut but down. like, he felt, he felt he, shut he down. He felt shut down. Yeah, and um, and then she was like, oh yeah, you know, like, and then, you know, when you marry Charlotte, like, you're gonna get me the money, and like, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, and he started to say, Tiana, I love you, but he said, Tiana, I love how you light up when you talk about your dream. And I loved that. I'll do whatever it takes to make it come true. And I love that oh. because he puts the ring away and this is the moment. Like he's, he started on that path already, but this is the moment where he actively chooses one self-control and two, to put another person above himself, like over like to yeah. put another person's needs and desires over his own. And this is the moment that like he digs a little deeper, you know? Gotta dig a little deeper. I love the character. The bird development. shimmering. The birds would shimmy with happiness <laughs> from this revelation. Um, and then I wrote down in my notes. No, <laughs> why did I write this? Um, I don't. I like. I'm not. Oh, I'm not testing you. Assumedly because uh, the shadow took Prince Naveen. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because oh, he went around the yeah, corner and it, then yeah it, we it. see yeah. <laughs> and then got yoinked. So at this yeah. point, we see Charlotte at the quarters of Lawrence, who uh, like, yes. doesn't have, you know, that Ooh. good, good, that, that good, good, good French blood. <laughs> that good, good. Um, and then to keep his charade like, going. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice use of charade. Okay, so Princess Frog. So like, um, yeah, don't uh, be late for a wedding, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And yes. like, they're just still waiting. They're trying to catch this frog. Um, and then I wrote down, oh, so like Tiana leaves the boat yeah. with Ray and it's like, oh, did Naveen say these things? She's like, what are you talking, talking about? And about? then he spills like all the details. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, she's so excited. She like goes off to, they look for she's like, like, like the oh, most like, I, I felt these feelings, but I didn't want to act on them. So like now I know he feels them yeah. too. Yeah. Goes Which... to the most ostentatious float because that has to be the one mm-hmm. Charlotte's on. Sees Valid. Lawrence as Naveen. And immediately assumes he got his body back. Which is, Why? doesn't make sense. Which, okay, but I, I do understand, I do understand her not necessarily immediately assuming that someone else has his body, but it's still really quick for him to have just already gotten his body back. Like, girl, it's been five minutes. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, it's magic. It doesn't have to make sense. Fair. Um, this is not like... It's this is not like into the woods, weird. for example. Uh, there is no like predetermined rules or regulations for this. So then she hops on off to the graveyard. She's sulking, and then Ray's just like, "Oh no, no, you got to give it a chance." Like me and Vangeline, and she's like, "It's a star. It's not a thing. It's a millions miles away. A ball of it's hot a air. Ball of gas." Yeah. Um, which I was like, "Oh, that's so rude." And then, yeah, no, and Ray says she's, don't worry, Evangeline, she's just, she's just heartbroken. speaking from a broken yeah. heart. Ray is um, probably the most emotionally mature character in this entire movie. And then we go back to the wedding. 
Um, and Lawrence is like, I do. I'm for it, which is so romantic to say. <laughs> the best oh, way I'm to say I do. <laughs> and then oh, yes, like, I'm he gets... He, uh, Naveen gets out of the box, out of the box, out of the box, and gets out of the box. He falls off the cake float thing, goes in the church. He's like, um, he needs a, a moment to thing. compose himself. And she's like, cheese and crackers. Yep. Phenomenal. Um, and then, you know, talking, things happening, gets the blood, things are going bad. Um, and then... I wrote down while he's like waiting there, um, and they're like, I feel like the talisman is taken by Ray. Yes. 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 Yeah. Ray gets okay. and brought so, to the like, graveyard. He's running away. And brought to the and graveyard. Where, what, yeah. What causes the best diversion? Hearing the line, "He's a real gator." It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, wow, great job, y'all. Um, <laughs> and then we see the shadows coming off to Ray and Tiana, and then Ray with his lightning bug abilities is able to you know, light them away, mm-hmm. and then in comes the SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Ray gets smacked. Yes. Uh, I believe Ray gets smacked and then, uh, and then crushed underfoot. In- correct. Which, uh, yeah. one of the most brutal Disney killings of all time, because a lot of Disney killings are like... I didn't think he was going to die. I didn't know he, like, there was like a, like a serious death in this other than James. Like, yeah. I was like, okay... Parental figure, you're not going to be alive. Yeah, no, like, um, a lot of Disney like, deaths are like, oh, they fell off a cliff. Or, yeah, like, like Gaston got like, knocked like off in, a castle. Yeah, or like in Mulan, where it's just like a giant avalanche, and it's just like, oh, you just assume that all the ones you didn't see come back up are probably dead, you know what I mean? But this yeah. is the first time you saw, like, this character with malicious intent actively killed another character on screen. Another Lion character King. on screen with, like, yeah. I believe there was an like an audible crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this <laughs> was... like, I love but even... Nestle Crunch. But... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no! No! But even, you know? even with Lion King, even with Lion King, you saw the intent to kill, but the actual, like, he, like, fell and there was trampled, and you saw... And you saw you the saw aftermath of the death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, the okay. actual physical death. Well, technically, I guess in technically this one, you didn't see the actual... No, because he didn't die until okay. the light went out. I would like to point out that this is a bug. So, the crunch is roughly equivalent to a uh, mammalian creature having its bones shattered mm-hmm. and you being able to audibly hear that. Bones shattered. <laughs> Wig snatched. <laughs> Bone shattered, uh, no. wig snap. So anyway, um, so then, doc, uh, so then, um, our antagonist of the film blows drugs into Tiana's face, <laughs> and she turns back into a person. She's in her dream world, mm-hmm. sees someone playing the ukulele, who she assumes is Naveen. But this time, the animation is like the animation of the movie. Like it's, it seems like real life, it as opposed like to the life. dream sequence animation. Yes. Yeah. And so he was like, I can give you what you want. Just give me the amulet, mm-hmm. the, the talisman. That's um, and then she was like, I'm she was like, Wait, no, this isn't right. I'm not working for this. This is not what I want. Did, like getting this goal. The goal itself is not my dream. What I want. And so she goes to like throw the amulet. The shadow. Uh, and then what the, the next thing, the what the shadow does, what we would call in the industry as a pro gamer <laughs> is catch the talisman um midair 
And he was like, oh, joke's on joke's you. Joke's on you, bitch. Um, and he, he, he does say, like, you're almost there. It's like with his little, you know, ins, in, insidious, insepid uh, mind yeah. probing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tiana comes to the realization. It was like, yeah, my dad never got what he wanted, but he, he had what, had he, what needed. he needed. And that's love. he had love. The message of the film. Yeah, like, that's literally um, the whole point of, like, dig a little deeper. It's literally the whole point of everything. It's like... You may not get what you want, but you get, you should act, you should work to get what you need. And sometimes in the- But you got what you had. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and I wanted to point out like at the beginning when Dr. Facilier like first corners uh, Lawrence and um, Prince Naveen in the background, right after like they make the deal and everything, you hear you got what you wanted, but you lost what you had. And it's like, it's again, that idea of like, you know, you- were like you were so intent on what you wanted you've lost sight of like one what you had and what you actually need and this mm-hmm. is the this is her actually finding results yeah yes um and um it's like you know holding her down it's like just like you're like you're gonna live your life like slime like this and she's like it's, it's not, not slime, slime. It's, it's mucus mucus um and so she like gets the amulet breaks mm-hmm. it and then we find out like the debt that dr facilier had he cannot pay off yeah so his friends pull him back to the other they side claim his soul and the payment. yet we get to but like uh friends on the other side like um a lot of Reprise. the um it's it's not the not it's the, the chorus or anything like that but the are you ready mm-hmm. that like is I'm playing again the ready. song is playing again um and then what I want to know, they pull him into a gravestone, mm-hmm. and then it's his face and his name on the gravestone. Whose gravestone was that beforehand? Because that those doesn't are matter expensive. anymore. No, 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 it does matter because those are expensive. What if they're <laughs> is Doctor Facilier's now? And it's like an entirely different person. <laughs> That's wild. That's rude. I um, never thought about that. Did y'all not think? I about always this? thought it was just like manifested, like it just they created it or something. I never thought it was like no, no, no. no. It, it was, I thought it was definitely into a, an existing gra- gravestone. Yes, it was definitely an existing gravestone. Um, a random sort of thought that I had um, was uh, earlier uh, when she f- when uh, 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 when Tiana first had her like thought of her uh, like her dream sequence quote-unquote um she was primarily serving a white crowd and i don't know if you guys noticed this um but in this when dr facilier is like this could be your dream i can fulfill you fulfill this for you uh she's primarily serving a mixed crowd which is uh sort of vaguely interesting from a conceptual point of view i I do want to say because this is now dr facilier's like ending um some of the things i like in the beginning that he was like oh magic doesn't matter it's all about money mm-hmm. and like talking about like you know his position in society and the oppressions he's faced he was in the right in a lot of this kind of stuff the means mm-hmm. not so much yeah but like the taking down like the societal like hierarchies mm-hmm. like in play eat correct. the rich yeah. yes yeah i just don't think we've talked about that but yeah mm-hmm. that, that's a good that's a good point to bring up um yeah, okay, so he, he, he's gone now. Yep. Um, <laughs> Very so gone. so then we, like, go back to, like, the the church, I guess they're in. Yeah. Um, and we see um, um, Charlotte walks Bloody. in, and Lawrence is like, he was like, hey, it's me. And uh, Lawrence runs away like such a wuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's um, like, eh. 
<laughs> Charlotte says the uh, the the just the truly greatest line of this entire movie. Your shy and retiring bride to be is getting antsy. <laughs> I love that. She's so ridiculously intense at all moments, and I love it. I um. am here for her. <laughs> the best Disney character. Oh okay, and then she, I, I do appreciate she has the same reaction as Tiana when she first sees a talking mm-hmm. frog. She smashes him with a book, book smush. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she get that book? I don't It is know. a church, sir. Oh, that's true. Uh, yep. Bibles yep, are right. literally everywhere. But she's still outside yep. of it. From literally... From my limited experience of churches, uh, they are literally everywhere. They are just like... They are riddled with Bibles. (laughs) They are plagued with Bibles. Bibles. Uh, Yeah, so she switches him with a book, and he comes back, because animation, and he tries to explain explain the situation. situation. Yeah, and she's like, oh, so I just gotta kiss you before midnight, and blah, 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 and he's like, yeah, and bitch, it's 11.58, so where does that... (laughs) Um, we gotta so, go, we gotta go. And just as she's about to kiss him, um, we hear Tiana come out. Um, Explain this situation to Charlotte, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Okay, so yeah, I'll kiss you. Everyone tune back. I'll like, get, I'm here like, to help Tiana my friend. Will, like, yeah, I'll help my friend, and, and I'll get to marry we'll friends. Be prince. Yeah, perfect. And Tiana, she's like, and then he's "No, like, don't do it. I love him. Stop. I love him. But and Daddy, she's still like." Him. Honestly, Charlotte is Freshman's still like Big Daddy. Okay. I love him. Oh, gross! Oh, no. <laughs> Even though I've been calling him Big Daddy this entire time. Um, and then like like they talk, they have their moment. I'm like, you know, the time is ticking. You home. know, it's like, it's like that's how you know she truly <laughs> loves him. Um, <laughs> thanks. But um, uh, and it was, I was like, okay, so it's like, okay, I'll kiss him. And they kiss, and, like, nothing happens. Yeah, and she's and like, like, maybe that clock's a little oh, no. fast. And it, it was not. Twas not. Twas not. <laughs> it was uh, So, this uh, is the part that I don't understand. So, they're just staying frogs together. Um, also, aren't people in their lives looking for them? <laughs> yes. He's Yana's a mom prince is... of a country. He's the prince of a nation. She, at the very least, has a Who loving has mother. Missing. <laughs> And, and two jobs. the community loves mm-hmm. her. Also, also, here's my thing. Um, also, Charlotte knows. Also, yeah. also, here's here's my thing. Um, so when she goes to Ray, uh, he's just like, "Oh, you're not back to being people," and she's just like, "Yeah, we're staying frogs, Ray." And I'm like, "Okay, but you said that like it was a choice. <laughs> you, um, you missed <laughs> no, no, your deadline." Okay, but to be fair, but you don't want Ray to feel bad because yeah, I was like, no, no, Ray has to get you guys no, back that's to normal. Fair. I, I get why she. But I, I was just like, dying, you said that like it was dear, a choice that you made actively, and twas not. <laughs> It was not, but, but like not. it's. I'm glad they said it that way because Ray is actively dying. Yeah. Yes, like um, my man is uh, on his deathbed. Uh-huh. Light went, light went out. Damn. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the funeral, um, and the and stars are. The oh, yeah. I was like, nope. the trumpet is such a beautiful instrument. Uh, sure. I, I just wish people that played the trumpet didn't have a certain personality. Uh, <laughs> I am the going shame. to be the asshole here, uh, and say that. Uh, once fireflies become, you know, what we recognize as fireflies, they only live for two months. So this is not like some unimaginable loss. Wow, like, rude ass. I'm bitch. gonna add any more pessimism to this when we talk about after he dies. Um, so we have the funeral, and then 
so graciously so romantic that but they do have a lot of calla lilies which i appreciate because those mm-hmm. are very yeah. beautiful flower and like it's a it's a traditional flower for like a funeral mm-hmm. and death yes. and yeah things like that um we do see when he is dead dies that there's a new star next to the evening star next do you mean star. a very well-timed supernova because that's what I wrote down in no, my notes. That is not what I wrote down. What I wrote down is like, okay, there's the star, and it looks like they're like holding hands. Yeah. So it seems like the light is being accumulated together. So I think light years away, there's a black hole <laughs> happening that's like destroying the stars together. And they're like, oh, that's sweet. They're touching. But by that time, they have already been dead. Oh, yeah, for millions of Years. Just how see stars this work. is very telling how of the way works. the three of us think because my thought when I saw it was just like oh it's serious like the dog star like the star that already yeah. exists next to that star and none of this is good <laughs> none of our opinions are good ones we are this all means we have we unhappy are, people we are fucked as people um, and I think it's I think it's important that our listeners know that that you are not alone if you are truly fucked in the head. So then, so then we go to the frog wedding. Yes, which is really important. It's like they focused on what they needed because they they did which, which make, even though even other. though it was not a uh, planned willing decision, they did plan like oh we're just gonna stay frogs like blah blah blah. They focused on what they needed, growing as individuals, finding love, finding a reason to not be a selfish asshole, and they got what they wanted in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I love how uh, the little butterfly, that's his uh, bow tie, when she's like, I now pronounce you frog and wife. And he's like, congratulations, and just flies off. I love that so much. <laughs> so um, then we get so, into Down in New Orleans, the finale. Yes, which we learned that, okay, so instead of like Inga's playing stuff, they're working together to get to the, yes. well, first they do, you know, put the down payment because they have a giant alligator that puts the pressure mm-hmm. puts a lean <laughs> on the on the, the loaners uh, the um, bankers yeah um so yeah they're working really hard they're like you know like really like putting in the effort working to make this dream happen mm-hmm. and they do yeah it's everything they that they wanted we have a great band we have the firefly five and lewis um, which everyone's just okay with the alligator yep. playing the trumpet, mm-hmm. which, you know what? Love that for them. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Naveem is like a waiter. Everyone, everything's good. We have down his Nor- parents, this is when, like, uh, down accept and recognize comes. his relationship. So like a king and queen are just casually in this. Yeah. Evidently this Maldonia system, isn't so like, fun. there's not a whole lot going into Maldonia. This is the part I was just like, what the fuck so charlotte's just like oh i didn't know that the prince had a brother <laughs> yeah. and he's like how old are you again and he's like i'm six and a half so and she was I like waited i this waited long. this long that's what the fuck assume, uncomfortable yeah i assume she's like well i've waited this long what's another 12 years when you're 18 that is horrible that is like grooming question mark uncomfortable yes. at the very yeah, that's least. what that is yes ha- hashtag drake um um take. um <laughs> Yikes. Theme. Big yikes. Um, so dreams do come true in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, they worked hard to get there. And they're like seen dancing on the outside. And then we get Doing to the, the credits, Charleston. which is uh, Never Knew I Needed I Needed uh, by Nia. Yes. Um, the finale song. 
So uh, I will end this off on my notes uh, with uh, once more uh, Jonathan being incredibly gay corner. Uh, yes. Tiana looks okay. much better in blue than she does in Correct. green. Correct. Correct. And I hate that frog green on her. It does not look good on her. It, it does not it's go not a good color. The blue is um, so much I do, I, I do like the sort of simple... Most colors, and I didn't have a problem with either. Well, that's because you're wrong. Yeah, you are huh. wrong. Uh, the blue <gasps> fits better with her skin tone and her complexion. Um, I especially like the fact that it's sort of like... But you don't care about fashion. Dress. I don't <laughs> care about fashion. For me, uh, for other people, I am very involved. Um, yeah, I also didn't like the like, style of that dress on her. It, it was not flat. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Tiana, Tiana is a beautiful woman, and she needs to showcase the fact that she has a beautiful body and a beautiful face. So she needs a simple dress that accentuates her curves. A sleeveless and, uh, A-line, yes. A sleeveless, strapless, like... She just needs something to show off the fact that she is a beautiful example of black excellence. Indeed. Like. The composer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Actual information. Yeah. So tell us about a uh, composer we've already talked about. Yeah. So, so the, composer, the composer for this film was Randy Newman, um, who we've already talked about in another episode. So for this one, I'm kind of going to focus on like, some just other like related facts. So... Interestingly enough, they actually were originally considering Alan Menken. Um, so we covered him Ooh. as well in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, but he also did, you know, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Enchanted. Um, uh, but specifically because he did Enchanted, um, they were worried that the music might be repetitive because it's not exactly the same, but like sort of similar uh, like concepts of stories. Um, like like the sort of like fish out of water type of story. Um, they were worried that the music might be repetitive. So they ended up deciding on Newman specifically because um, one, he actually grew up in New Orleans um, and he is mm-hmm. a jazz composer. And he also did the music for like Cats Don't Dance, which was very jazz influenced. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the music for Cats Don't Dance. And you still haven't seen it, right? I have seen it. Well, at some point you said you haven't seen it. And I was excited I to do this on like the podcast because you haven't Don't... seen it. I might be thinking of something else, but I feel like I've seen Cats Don't Dance. Cats Don't Dance is about the orange cat that goes to Hollywood to make it big and like the antagonist is this little Shirley Temple related like yes, looking character. I've seen that movie. Fuck. I must have I must I have been this I was really Yeah. Um also I might have been the one to introduce it to you. We will be That's doing right. that on the podcast. Okay. okay. Um Yeah, and so so the music for this film is um a mixture of like jazz uh, blues, gospel, and Zydeco. And Zydeco, uh, for, yeah, for anyone Ooh, who doesn't know, I find Zydeco like, really, really cool. So Zydeco is, um, it's a specific like, genre of music that originated in like Louisiana um, by like French Creole speakers. Uh, it kind of like blends like blues and R&B and like other music that's like kind of native uh, to that area and to, like Native American and indigenous peoples like native to that area. Um, so the interesting thing about Zydeco is that like the, so the origin of the word is like not, not for sure, but they think it derives from like a French phrase that I cannot pronounce, um, that basically translates, I can't pronounce the actual French phrase, but the way it's spoken in Louisiana Creole French, which is what matters, um, is Lazerco Naissant. Pasale, I think. Cool. Um, 
but yeah, so basically that translates that translates more or less to um, uh, like the snap beans aren't salty, which is like an idiom used to mean like times are hard, you know. And so um, and basically, so like the term zydeco is derived from like the lazarico um, or like zarico and like just the way it's pronounced and everything um, was yeah. It's like that was the term that was associated with like that era and that genre of music like made by those people. Um, and so, yeah, it's like they, they really like worked to incorporate a lot of that and incorporate like that feeling um, and those kind of like energies within the music for the film. Which again, like earlier when I was like, oh yeah, like I feel like this music really captures the feeling of like living in the South. Like it feels familiar to me. Um, yeah. And I, I think a big part of it mm-hmm. is because of like how well, because again, Randy Newman grew up in New Orleans. So like just how well he's able to compose with those genres and and capture that feeling um i think spoke volumes for this and like alan menken is amazing i think it would have been a very different movie if they had chosen him as a composer which is not Great. to um devalue his disparage worth. yeah one. not to disparage his because he's also an incredibly talented composer but it's just oh, like yeah. There were specific reasons. Like Listen to a Halloween episode. Oh yeah, for us yeah, to talk yeah, yeah. about it. But again, like just a different feel would have the movie would have had if he had been the composer. Yeah, yeah. So now, um, I will be playing the clarinet, and Raven will be playing the cello. For what song? Let's say it all together, everyone. Mabel Evangeline, or almost there. Almost there. Okay. I didn't tell him. Oh. I didn't tell. I was before. hoping it was. I was there. hoping it was almost there, but then when I was watching the movie again, I was like, "Oh, I could also see playing the cello for like Mabel Evangeline." So I was like, "Maybe," but I was hoping it was almost there. Nope. Nope. I'm almost upset. there. I'm playing clarinet. Raven's playing the cello. There's a dog in her background, and we'll be Puppy. right back, and we will serenade Jonathan. I am upset Burp. that it is not uh, Francis Mabel's side. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 180 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. <laughs> Jonathan, expert uh, expert uh, opinion. How did Ravens? How did how did we sound together? And then individually, how did each of us? Sound? So, um, for ninety nine percent of that, I could not hear you, Campbell. I Same, don't know I what happened. Cam- I couldn't hear you either. All I was crushing I, it. I knew you were playing music because your fingers were moving, but I just heard nothing and did like a half note of a poof. Yeah. Gotcha. I'll play louder. Um, I started strong 
And then once I got to know, so like a lot of the low notes are my C string, which I, I, I haven't played cello in so long that I'm just not as familiar with them anymore. And I realized like 20 something measures in that I had been playing every F as an E. And I was just like, well, it's too late now. Um, and then Jonathan and I had a, a fun moment together where we were just laughing about my playing. I, I felt your, like, confidence, like, <laughs> plummet. Although I will say, I think I stayed on tempo for the most mm-hmm. part. Which is Didn't like, stay on volume, but you stayed is, on tempo. That is rare for me. That is rare for me. Oh, um, um, yeah. I didn't stay on volume because I didn't stay on pitch like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think we should start at 33. Right. I will play louder. Um, all right. Ready? We're going to play 33 to the end. That's going to be rough for me, but okay. Uh, to the a short end. short song, which I did Jesus. not realize. Okay. Yeah, why not? It's the same thing over right. again. Uh, one, two, one, two, three. I was mediocre. <laughs> you were a lot better than the first part. Correct. Yes, you were. Um, I proceeded to hear even less of you, Campbell. Um, oh, I, heard, I, I heard more it. of him, but that was a low bar because okay. I heard none of him. Okay, okay so I will what say, we're going to do... Uh, so, I had I had a, a nice little moment to myself where I swapped between you t- your two uh, screens... Uh, your two cameras, and both of you looked incredibly concerned. I was not aware that that was oh. how you looked when you played music. Yeah. Oh, but I'm so What we're going to do, what we're going to yeah, do, that's how I look. because you couldn't hear me at all, I'm going to play just for both of you a part of this, and mm-hmm. it's going to be great. I'll start at 48. So, one, Uh, I heard about 50% of that, which is much better than the 0% I heard last time. Raven, I don't did know you hear what is going on with Zoom. I, I, heard, I heard quite a bit of it, actually. Interesting. I will say, um, this song evidently works much better for, uh, woodwinds than it does for, uh, string instruments. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah, well, that's it. Oh, so Jonathan, Raven, yes, uh, what song describes you as a person? What instrument would it be played on? So, um, I do not know if you two will disagree with me, but um, I personally feel like the song that most describes me as a person uh, in in concert with the uh, instrument uh, would be uh, Killer Queen by Queen... Uh, performed upon the harpsichord i agree i see that just if only just because like the whole point of killer queen is this bitch is extra and i fundamentally agree with that identify with that raven raven okay um so i do feel like 
my original answer is still applicable, which was uh, Fucking Perfect by Pink played on the cello. However, I don't think it completely is me anymore. Um, and I was thinking about it slash looking through some songs that I felt like could fit it. Um, there is a song called Broken Ones by Jackie McClure, I think. Um, I think that on the piano kind of helps round it out a little bit. Okay, cool. Mine is, I go back and forth between two. Uh, the main one is uh, Unwell by Matchbox yep. 20 played on the bassoon. Yep. Um, or Rainbow Connection played on bassoon. Yeah. Aww. So, yeah. So, yeah, all questions have been answered. Um, that's that's our podcast. Jonathan, did you have fun? Uh, I had fun, yes. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate this? Oh, yeah. Um, this I is a part of your podcast. A, I, I would give it a seven. A seven, interesting. How dare you. Um, I would give it... I... 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 I I am too drunk to know how to pronounce this word. Vaxillate? Vaxillate? Vaxillate, I believe this term. Uh, between, betwixt uh, eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm going to settle uh, upon 8.5. Raven? Gotcha. I think I would give this a nine out of ten. Because my, my, real, my only real grievance with it is... Like, I think within this movie, like, I think they portray voodoo in a, at the very least, neutral light, if not slightly positive. I think my, my only really, my only real quote-unquote grievance with the way they portray it is that they kind of use voodoo and hoodoo interchangeably, which a lot of people think they are interchangeable. Um, so it's kind of not. just, like, commercial ignorance, you know what I mean? As opposed mm-hmm. to active, uh, I guess, negligence, I, I guess. Um, yeah, so I, I would say, like, like that's my only real grievance with it, so 9 out of 10. Gotcha. Jonathan. Yes, sir. Anything you would like to promote? I would uh, like to promote my friends. You too. Okay. I think you guys uh, do great work on this podcast. Um, I would like to promote the um, abolishment of the term pasta gravy. And I would like to <laughs> uh, promote the abolishment oh, no. of honey on beignets. I see... Like, you're just being... I think that's just... It's bounded out of ignorance, then. Um, yes. Because that's just, that's just what it's called. I am a white man. Uh, this is how we have worked uh, for the entirety of our history. But you're a gay white man, so your voice means less. Yes, but I'm a straight, <laughs> active gay man. So, uh, do with that what you will. What a horrible thing to promote. <laughs> I would like to... I would like to promote... Ignorance. I would like to ignorance of other cultures and your friends. That I recently bought. That is beautiful, and I love it so much. Well, I didn't ask you, Raven. Okay, I know you didn't ask, but I said so, bitch. <laughs> True, you're right. Uh, you're the one that adds this. So yeah, that's what you promote, Raven. Side side topic. Um, how could you find us? Oh, I knew you were gonna ask that. <laughs> You can find us. Um, <laughs> you can find us um, anywhere podcasts are found. So like Podbean, Stitcher, 
I like to, yeah, I know you like it when I bring that up. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, obviously. Um, I listen to you can Stitcher. also, wherever you find us, please like, comment. If there's an option to like follow or rate us and you s- enjoy us enough that helps to do so, so much. please do. Because um, that means that like these platforms will show us more to other people. Exactly. Yeah. And just like, we hope you're enjoying it. If you have like any feedback or, you know, recommendations or just want to like talk to us and like comment on some of the things that we say, please feel free to like email us at boozicals, uh, gmail.com. Um, you can tag us or follow us or, um, message us at, on Instagram at boozicals. Um, we just would really like to hear from you guys. So, yeah. You did such a good job. Yeah. Um, so talented. So, John, Jonathan, do you have anything more questions? Any link or Raven? Any lingering things from what we've talked about so far? Nah, fam. Nope. Um, just cool. uh, make better choices in your beignet then. toppings. Uh, and that's where I'm gonna go. Okay. Cool. So I think we're going to yes, Raven. Why did you ask for our blood types? It seemed like a fun bit. I Gross. had no ulterior motive. Don't like I just it. wanted you to think about it. Did um, like, so, what could this be? Uh, I am never going to meet Campbell in person ever again, just in case he steals my blood. I don't need it. I have enough. I am not allowed bye. to get it. Bye-bye. So. Bye-bye now. <laughs>